Hello, everyone. Hey, thank you. Uh, thank you, Jane. Hello, everyone. I'm Adam. You know me as the Dice Abide. I'm John, also known as Wise Kentside. Tonight, we're joined by the dynamic duo of Tim and Clint. Hey. Hello. Apparently that, that's not, I'm not supposed to yell this time. Apparently, that warranted jazz hands. Both Adam and I did it. <laughs> <laughs> jazz hands for everybody. Four things in life should warrant jazz yeah. hands. Uh, all right, uh, chat. Can we get a, uh, a sound check? To make sure all four of us are audible. <laughs> and that I'm not too audible. Also, that's true. the important part. But <laughs> if, if there's no problems, that'd be good. Um, all right. Anyway. Forever hold your peace. Yes. <laughs> all right. Well, um, gentlemen, Clint. Gentlemen and Clint. Clint, what are you drinking tonight? <laughs> Uh, I managed to finish off my Coke before we started, so. Yeah, so what are we Nothing. drinking? Never mind. <laughs> I get it, because uh, cocaine <laughs> is also called Coke. Yeah, and I finished it off, and that makes, yep, I get it. <laughs> all right, we're firing all cylinders tonight. Tim, how about you? I'm, I'm hydrating today. I'm, I'm lame. I just want, I just want water in my, in my body. I know. <sighs> John? I got you. Thank you, buddy. Breckenridge, <laughs> uh, high-proof bourbon whiskey. I just actually dumped the rest of this into uh, my mug and put some hot water in there to make myself another hot toddy. Love it. Love it. I'm having what I be believe is literally the last beer in my house. <laughs> if I, I finally reach the bottom, that means I get to go buy more beer. Uh, oh, this go. is a Boatswain Hazy IPA. I know nothing about it. I know nothing about the brewery. I didn't know I owned this beer, but it was in my fridge, so I'm so, drinking it. So wait a second. Is Boatswain the brewery or the name of the IPA? You know what? I don't know. Um, Because that's kind of a cool brewery name. And it's the last one. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Bruden can by Rhinelander Brewing, Monroe, Wisconsin. Okay. Seems good. I'll let you know how it is. <laughs> well, gentlemen, cheers. 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 Oh, man, that looks real good, Clint. Delicious. Thank Thanks. <laughs> Why'd you pour it all over your face? Because it's hot here in <laughs> northern Co- I don't know. I, I would say the, the, the description of the can is perfect. IPA. Okay. <laughs> is IPA. Can confirm check mark. Yep. yep. It is hazy. Tastes like that. Excellent. <laughs> All right, John. Let's uh, let's start that news. All right. So, just a quick reminder that um, this month's Bromad Academy mission is brought to you by Adam and Lila. And basically, the idea is to try a rule you're unfamiliar with. Give it a shot. Right. So, a great one to do is Hollow Projector, because those are things that uh, are are good. And you should you should try them you should try those rules out and you probably haven't if you don't play Bashi all the time so that's one thing you can absolutely do okay other stuff uh, till the end of the year you can paint anything zero G or total train uh, in the theme of ITS fourteen right so those are all things that you can take in ITS fourteen and get bonuses uh, so we had a lot of stiff competition last um, uh, last quarter with all the airborne deployment yeah, troops. Uh, and I can confirm that uh, we are going to be raffling off a lovely um, uh, Santa Yanyan. 
painted by Ooh. Gerhard. So I'll be posting pictures of those on social media soon. Um, and you know, you can, if you submit, you can add a submission to the painting contest as an entry to the raffle. Submit, submit to the contest. Yeah, and we'll, we'll mail it to you wherever you are. Um, if you're in Russia, that'll be harder, but apparently we figured out a way to get things there. So we'll figure it out, but yeah, cool. So that's happening. Um, what other fun stuff is happening? Oh, we have a bunch of Infinity news. That's right. We finally have some cool new renders and new releases to see, thanks to the studio update. So this is the uh, the Craigdor Fireteam pack, right? Yep. So this is an with... Evader with Fearbach, a uh, Wildcat, the base profile, Kami Life Flamethrower, and then the HRL version. Um, I mean, these are all things that I have. My last Craigdor list, I think, used all of these. Um, oh, yeah, so I mean, I'm not upset to see this box. Uh, I actually have the old Asriel, like the old S2 Asriel sculpt, oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. and so I've been using that as my Evader Fearbach, and the pose is basically identical. Um, and I like the old Wildcat sculpts better, but if you don't own these, uh, this is a good opportunity to get your hands on them. Um, I am not. I don't know personally. The profiles are great. Uh, the models are very, very standard and excellent for Infinity, but they don't get me hot under the collar. I don't know. What you I like think. them, honestly. Like this, this box is finally the box where I'm like, I think I need Craigdor. Really? This is the <laughs> box. This is the box. I, I know, right? You, and you know what it is? It's not that this is the best looking box, but like, there's finally enough good looking updated stuff where like it, it starts to really like feel together as a cohesive army where I'm not limited by the sculpts that are available. Okay, okay. So so it's more critical mass and this is the box that tipped you over as opposed Exa to Exactly, exactly. Okay. Like I love I love I've loved the way the Craigdor sculpts have been coming along. Yeah. And then this one finally comes out where it's like I want to run all of these things. Yeah. I I, I, I really though, like the old three. Sorry, say it again. I feel like the rocket of those three models, I feel like the rocket is the best looking one by like a margin. I don't know. I just like that pose. I mean, the old one is so much this better. I think the old Wildcats are very good. Yes, I do have a, they're a all super cool. Those. They're all super cool. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. A, I'm not upset to see these on the table. Uh, I may not get this box. I like yeah. that the one in the middle looks like it might be able to face forward against a wall. That's what go. I like yes. about it. Yes, <laughs> I might be able to use this in a game comfortably. Right. Yeah. Exactly. All right, what else we got going on? Oh, so we have a very polarizing model, the uh, the Rindak. Well, so uh, this is the, the concept art for the Rindak, which explains a bit of the sculpt. Yep. Right? So it's like we can see that the, the, arm, the arm and opposite leg are very bionic looking. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know how it runs or walks comfortably with one digigrade uh, leg and one normal. It's a um, more right. It makes it work through sheer force. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, force, it muscles its way through it. One leg gives it the dodge plus three, and the other one gives it the dodge minus three. There you go. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just like, da, 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 da. and so when you're trying to like shoot it, you're like, ah, I can't lead you. Yeah. Um, the I, I'm I am reserving judgment. I don't like the render, or I don't like the uh, the, the what we've seen of the photos. Sure. But it's not the first time I've had a model where I didn't like the photos, and then having it in person, I was able to either like tweak the pose a little bit. Or just seeing it in three dimensions, like, oh, this actually doesn't look so bad. Yeah. I mean, I'm hoping it's one of those. I've got some 3D printed 
alt sculpt, so I'm happy if, even if this I, I hate it. Uh, one thing of note, uh, play, gameplay-wise, the Rin deck has structure if you weren't aware. So if yeah. you don't have a lot of combined players, your combined players aren't hot on the Rin deck, they, A, they should be, but B, um, <laughs> yeah, it has structure. Yes. So you can't Toha uh, Fairware it. So just yeah. worth remembering. And then it has the, the the strange tactical arm banana in the uh, yeah the concept art here that I'm not sure what that is. It's like a grappling but, hook, yeah. I mean, I think I think Pete had the best interpretation. It's like a grappling claw that it shoots out and grabs and then like injects the the meta kit, right? So that's why it's a burst two meta kit or whatever. Yeah, I have no idea. Uh, we'll, 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 we'll reaching. See. We're reaching. <laughs> I mean, I, I think that's his climbing. It. like he launches himself up and catches like edges also also true no he's got like look at the hook it's got hooked hands uh, yeah <laughs> all right what else we got john we've got the finally got a drop suit tariot um i liked carlos had a great description of this okay which like it's only like the only honorable death to morats is a death in battle mm. right so like what do you what do you do when a morat is like got a spinal injury right right like there's no way it's going to continue in battle they just like pull out your brains and lungs and stick it inside this robot and send you back in saying you die a glorious death i think you're actually remote piloting it are you yeah he he mentioned like there being a brain in there and that's basically it yeah maybe it's like a dragoon from starcraft yeah fun 100 percent. they just launch them back in to die that's what they want Right, um, but the, I like the because it is remote presence. Yeah, I don't know what is that. I don't know. Well, oh, no, so, that so just it's, means it's, that most of the bodies are Car- robot. Carlos said there's a brain in a jar. I'm gonna headcanon that that there's a brain in. No, a jar. No, there can be, but I mean, hollow men are also brains in jars. They're also you know remotely piloted. Then how are you gonna? How, how's that Morak gonna go get its honorable death? It doesn't. It it didn't die the first time around, so it's doomed to fight <laughs> forever and never achieve honor. It's a red tube. There's a brain in there. It's just all goo inside. <laughs> Any anyhow, um, I like the concept. I'm looking forward to seeing the model in person because it looks okay in the photos that we've seen. Yeah, it's very serviceable. I will I will totally use it as is. I don't have a problem with it. Look, I think it's fine, and the profile is fun. I don't know how yeah. um, reliably competitive it is. Um, it's it's pretty high variance, I would say. Um, it explodes, right? It does. It does. That's that's what you use a combat jump life. explosion. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's very helpful for that, but that doesn't always go well with all the high fizz nonsense that's floating around today, um, or I guess more accurately, dodge bonuses. Anyway, sure. Uh, I've I've had it done to me. It's it's annoying, um, but it's not backbreaking it's a it's another tool and you should expect yeah. the appropriate amount of mileage out of it i guess it's it's neat you know for 22 points yeah getting like a, an airdrop exploding dude it's not it's not bad i just i just don't want to oversell it as like it will murder everybody it's an instant <laughs> lieutenant gib you know so yeah just uh something to consider all right what else we got but it's uh, totally speaking of things with wings we've got the general release legong the, the third and generalist of the releases. Yep. And yeah. it looks it looks great. Yeah, it looks fine. I'm I'm sad. It, get it. 
Yeah, I'm sad that they've abandoned the shoulder cannon from the original plastic. Yes, that's yeah. pretty cool. Like none of the none of the follow-ups have had that shoulder cannon, and so now it just has to be like the contenders in there, and he, he sad, Ooh. but but cool. It's a cool model. It also doesn't have the uh, the foot wheels. Yeah. I, I oh, feel like sure. they've they've completely abandoned that idea now that he's not like in the games. Mm-hmm. The games being Aristea. Yeah, maybe maybe it was some. This is like his combat armor. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it is like I mean it is a much cooler pose. I feel like than the Defiance one. Defiance one, he's just kind of standing there with a gun. So, yeah. I would yeah. I would say it's my second favorite. Do any of them have a shock marksman rifle? He he does have a shock marksman profile, I believe. Yeah. Let me rephrase my question. The Defiance <laughs> and it's the models. Oh. Yeah, the Defiance one is holding up the Shock Marksman. Okay. There you go. But. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. Oh, so it is. Looks good. All right. Uh, then we've got the uh, release of the War Driver. So this is the dossier, right? And then the render. It's, it is about freaking time. Yep. It's. It is. Okay. I remember, like that was one of the first models I proxied back when I started Infinity. Mm-hmm. This uh, this model drove my AZ chat into a frenzy. What yeah? is he holding in his left hand? He's coughing. <laughs> his left hand. His left hand. Oh. I don't know what a war drivers have. A pistol. Uh, they don't have. That's not a pistol. That is normally. A either it's like a size down Blitzen, yeah, or a zapper. Huh. That's, what that, that's what that item is. That's not size down. Blitzens aren't very big. Okay, fair enough. Either way, war drivers don't have those. <laughs> <laughs> the important part here is that war drivers. Oh, you know what I bet you it is. I bet you it's the flash balls. They have flash balls. The yeah. Actually, okay, they also have an emitter. They have flashballs? No, no, no. I, I. Someone brought up. Look at the the Hortlock Janissary uh, dossier. That is a Blitzen. Yeah. Sure, they've, um, they've used that. They've used a, the blitz looking thing for a flashballs in the Aleph bots before. Yeah. So, I feel like so I've seen we, we argued either. about this with the uh, the new Moran sculpts. So the Morans, uh, one of them, I think the boarding, the new boarding shotgun Moran is holding the Blitzen thing, and so that's actually. I mean, the easiest way for me to do this is just grab my taco. <laughs> uh, it's in here somewhere. Don't knock it all over. It has a boarding shotgun on the back, yeah? Uh, here it is. Uh, yeah. It, it's a shotgun of some sort, yeah. Okay. So this... So is that so going to be like... This is, that... is the Blitzen. Oh, sure, sure, sure. From the tanko? Yeah. Yeah. So like the little weird thing. Anyway. Okay, right. so there, away. there is there is a war driver profile that is a hacker without a hacking device, and the only program they have is zero pain. Yep. And that profile has a boarding shotgun and flash pulse. Yep. So is that is that just the new flash pulse item air quotes? They so use the Moran's have the it too. looking thing as a flash pulse before in ALF as it is. And in uh, and for the um, I think the uh, scar um, brain farting O twelve remotes. Right. So so the 
Hmm. Copper bots? The Aleph, yeah, the copper, copper bots. bots. The, the, the Aleph remotes have that Blitzen looking thing. The Tanko have it as a Blitzen. Um, one of the Warcore sculpts has like a weird boxy looking flash pulsy thing. Yeah. It kind of is reminiscent of that, but not really. Hmm. I mean, they're also kind of not very consistent sometimes. It could just yeah, be that, that was our frustration. That's most we were actually not arguing about if it's cool or not, but rather that we just want like at least the sculpts can be consistent, right? Sure. The, but they've they've been using like flash waltzy blitzy looking things interchangeably for a while. Yeah. On a few different I guess sculpts. I just want to see it on a dossier then. <laughs> that's that's yeah. all I want. You put um, it on a dossier and all my all my sure. annoyance. That's fair. That's fair. But it, but it is funny that if if they did make this the war driver of the zero pain. Like they decided to sculpt the least useful of any of the war drivers. I mean, don't, we we have a war driver already, don't we? It was just a limited edition one released. Yeah. With the, uh... It it just looks it looks like a brawler or something. It's, it's just shooting a pistol or something. So. I have I have a yeah. better question for you then. Yeah. What is this model better used as? Because it's a cool model. I do like the model. I think it's a cool NA two war core. That'd be great. Sure. I weirdly enough, I thought of Raul Spectre when I looked at them because the hood. Sure. Or you could make him into like, depending on how those, uh, like you paint the the armor, he could be a pretty cool like Straylock. Mm, yeah. Or uh, a hunter. Uh, the helmet kind of looks panoey to me. Like yeah. The face. Maybe like a knock. Mm, mm-hmm. That'd be a great knock, actually. I mean, how about Nalhawa? Nalhawa is a you know a hacker. Yeah, I'm in. Right. With All great options. But like, like certainly. For all the like the annoyance I'm giving to the the flash pulse thingy, good sculpt. I like it. Yeah, it's a it's a really nice sculpt. I am actually pretty excited about using it as a workhorse now. <laughs> it could be a great workhorse, honestly. Just take off the shotgun, right? Yeah. I'm or excited wait. to use it as a Evo boarding or Evo uh, war driver. There you go. Mm-hmm. All right, now what we're here all here for the new road. Oh, yeah. So here's the art. I love and hate this so much. we'll get to the hate part but for now i love it continue (laughs) so it's basically uh the zonautica and i will be probably using this as a second zonautica so it's it's the zonautica minus the nautica i i actually think that's not a an accurate comparison i actually think it's just like a different sujan Profile wise, sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Oh, you know, but just like, yeah, okay. I, you were saying like model wise, it's yes, a transforming robot and it has yeah. wheel wings. Yeah, I really like wings. it. And I'm sad I don't have O12 anymore. Well, John, thank you so much for gifting me this wonderful gift. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. play the shit out of this guy. He's really good. Yeah, he's very good. Let's uh, let's pull up the profile. So yeah, the vendors look great, right? So that's going to be fun. Yeah. I actually have a second Zonautica box that I haven't built. But this it still be looks good. It's, right now, it hate, looks good. I don't hate the bike by itself. Yeah. Because we don't really have a bike there it is. token mm-hmm. for when people dismount. That's fair. Oh. That's great. That's, that's a, handy. Is it? You'd put it on a different base, but yeah. Because I think he's... Mm. I don't think that's oh, is, four. Like, oh, right. He's He's three. written down an S3. So you just, just, just make a little thing to put them oh, in. It's fine. Yeah, I mean, maybe. Uh, of note, why, why did this pose has so much wrong with it? 
It's it's totally the the UC Davis police officer pepper spray. Yes, it's a hundred percent the pepper spray guy. <laughs> if you've not seen that yet, it's a hundred percent. It's like, why would they do this? It's like stop in the name of whatever, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's either they don't give a shit. Like he's just like, eh, stop it. Here's some glue, or it's police brutality. Either oh. way is not okay. <laughs> you know, it's a hundred. It's it is it is a hundred it is hundred percent nonchalantly just firing some machine gun rounds at some you know perpetrators. So Obi, I I need your help. What is going to be the easiest way to to, to repose this guy? <laughs> That's all I gotta say. I just want a better repose for this guy. I mean, just cut fair. it at the elbow and then like point the gun down, and then it's fine. Yeah. To be fair, it's a robot. How many feelings is it supposed to have? Uh, but like. You get what I'm saying. You you know what I what I'm saying. It's not okay to to depict that moment. I understand they might think it's funny <laughs> across the sea, but it was like a huge no. Just no. It's not okay. Oh, so I, I get the, the resemblance. The 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 lack of dynamic pose to me is actually kind of interesting, right? This is something that yeah. is it is remotely piloted, right? It's it's there's somebody on the other on the other side of the thing, just like not caring about their job or or not caring about the violence that they're inflicting on people right? I, like that it, doesn't it make doesn't... it better no, i just worse. wish it wasn't an o12 with a riot stopper <laughs> that's all it could be like if it was a flamethrower i'd be actually way more okay with it <laughs> weirdly enough but uh, overall like getting back to the model i like the design i like yes, that you yes. can see where the parts on the bike end up on the transformed version yeah the it took me a long time to realize that the mini bike right there is the side bot. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mostly because I've gotten of... used to uh, uh, monstrous makings and their side. Bot. Oh yeah, I was like, that's the side bot. Yeah, clear. That's... This is other thing. Like, but I kind of love it. Like, why doesn't my lockkeeper have that bot? Why do I have to buy that now? Like, I want another. I don't know. Yeah, more side bots. I like them a lot. But let's uh, let's pull up the profile. Yeah, I will say, really cool. Other than the pose, I, I really like what they're doing with this guy. Mm -hmm. So can you uh, can you read through that? Really quick? It's so hard for me to see on my screen. Sure. Let me just pull it up myself. Here we go. All right. So uh, there are two forms, just like the Sujan. There's the high mobility form where it goes fast, and the combat form where it shoots slightly better. Um, so. In both cases, there were remote presence, courage, immunity shock, mimetism minus three because it's a bike, and WI. Um, and then you can swap modes because it's got transmutation auto and terrain uh, total, at least in the movement form. Um, and then in the movement form, uh, it's also got um, good at dodging, dodge plus three, dodge plus two inch, and climbing plus, which is pretty huge. So it's arm yep. two, BTS three, whip 12, fizz 11, um, in the combat form, it goes from CC9 to CC18, which is a massive jump. Um, and then BS goes from 11 to 12. So that's that's the base stat line. Um, it's still really speedy in the combat form. Uh, it's 6.4, but in high mobility form, it's 8.6 because it's a robot motorcycle. What do you want? Well, um, it's 8.6 it's with total terrain and climbing plus. Yes. So it's going where it wants right now. Has sticky wheels, it drives up walls. 
I guess. I mean, it's the same wheels as the Zonautica. Does that mean Zonauticas are going to get climbing plus two? I'd be down Which for that. Which is made better than you. It's fine. Sorry. Okay, so it's got a couple profiles. Uh, one is the shooty version, which is a marksman rifle and a light shotgun plus one burst. Then you've got the paramedic version with SMG and Panzerfaust. <laughs> um, and then you can get it, obviously it has a medikit because it's, uh, it's a paramedic. And you can get it in uh, Drop Bears version or Riot Heavy Riot Stopper version. And you can buy a side bot for the Riot Stopper version, which comes with a heavy Riot Stopper. Yeah, Obiscus points out that uh, it can prone move 4 or 3. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which is comical. Yep. Like, that's you're full speed moving, basically. I have a lot of thoughts about this guy. Yeah, yeah go for weapon... it. Yeah, go for the, it. The. The idea of it being a lighter Sujan, which is what this roughly it, it becomes, sure. yeah. is very interesting, especially given the weapons they gave it. It, it. it maintained, like, the plus burst light shotgun maintains most of what makes Sujan really dangerous to people mm-hmm. for the shotgun version. It's just that it can get to you, it's super fast, and it's tough enough to take a hit. So, like, you can yeah. combine all those things together at one, but also... It still has a Martian rifle, which is actually pretty big. Like you being able to suppress and march in, or um, shoot things as you move, or just shoot things. Like, yeah, you, you're good from zero to twenty-four. You move eight inches. You have climbing plus. Um, one of the interesting thing differences between using this and Sujan is that unlike Sujan, the difference between the combat form and the mobility form is not big for shooting. It's one BS. Mm-hmm. Like if you don't care about the CC. Effectively, that's all you care about is the one BS. Whereas for Sujan, it's two BS and a damage. So it's, it's actually like a huge like threat upswing. So you want right. to make sure you're always fighting in, in other form. But like this one, you can just run up walls and just fight like that. And you're, you there's not a huge downside. Especially yeah. since you're dropping templates all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is, it is also a remote, not a heavy infantry. Right? So that means you could buff it with an Evo. You could. Which somebody has mentioned it. how funny it is to give it the, the CC Evo or a REM driver. Yeah. Yeah. So the REM, it can also get buffed by REM drivers. Yeah. The CC REM driver is going to put it up to CC 27 and dodging on 17's mobility. And para negative three. Yeah. <laughs> I, we finally have a reason to use the CC one. That's actually a legitimate like thought. That's, that's actually that, kind of terrifying, right? Yeah. That has come up so much, though. Like every time. Every time someone brings up that REM driver, people laugh, and then you never see it on the table anyways. I mean, right, but like, yeah, the, this is, but move eight is a lot more compelling. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's basically berserk without the downsides. Yeah. With mimetism, and you're tough enough to take, take a hit if, like, you need to take a hit on the way in. Yeah. Like, you could shove this guy at an avatar and just pair them. <laughs> yeah. Right? That's pretty funny. Like, there's a lot of targets that you would win that, like, at least, like, if not the first one where they're shooting at you, like, the second one where they have to melee you. Yeah. 27 is a crazy number. It is. I mean, that's Demaru level. And it's, and it's, it's actually, like, depending on context, that is as good as, um, uh, like, almost any martial artist, because you're still getting a negative three from Para. Yeah, yeah so it's how, like how having you a dodge, CC dodge on 24. 17s. Oh, oh. Because it's, Cause it uh, it's plus, plus three fizz. fizz also. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So the mobility so, form. Hilarious. 
I mean, I, yeah. I, I, yeah. that sounds amazing, actually. Yeah, I think you take that. I think you do. I think if you take this, you strongly consider a REM driver. Yeah, I love it. I'm happy to finally have a reason to. I mean, thank goodness it's not stealth and only yeah. BTS three. Um, but so so, light shotgun plus burst is amazing. I think without that, you would not you would not use the Martian rifle a lot. But because sure. it has that, it's the biggest draw to that profile. And if you don't do that one, I actually think you go all the way to the bottom and run the other more expensive the one. Sidebot. Yeah, because like you don't do a lot of damage in terms of like your guns with this guy. Mm. Panzerfaust is reasonable. Right, but you're on BS11 if you're if you're traveling at somebody. So just having that sacrificial lamb is uh, is big game, especially because you're a specialist. You have eight six, and you can go yeah. med kit your own people. We can also throw the you know throw the sidebar around the corner and then peek out the SMG. Uh huh. Absolutely. Right. If they, they shoot, do? you just double right stopper to make sure they stop. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I think this guy's gonna be good. Um, his price very is good. correct. Like He's... the price is right for this guy. Yep. I'm curious. Especially he's, he's gonna be in Starmada, so I wanna see a lockkeeper link, please. Thank you. That is all. Honestly, oh I'd probably pay those points without NWI. Like NWI is absolutely I disagree. Drop. I mean what? I I don't know. Second wound is so much, especially with um, oh, it's huge. Remote import, presence. Well, remote presence. It's the Sujan thing. He can take two wounds and stay up. I mean not I don't think everybody's disputing that. I think Adam's just saying the rest of the profile is so awesome that it's it's really damn good. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then it's also NWI. Yeah, I mean this this is actually really quite dangerous, right? Because because this goes back to like the whole um, like Predagaki thing, right? If you throw a bunch of those on the table, you can't exactly leave no arrows up, right? Because warbands are going to come get you. This is like a super warband. Yeah, this guy's gonna come in with a submachine gun and just like catch you. you know what I mean, or the shotgun. I mean, I I feel like if it depends on what you want, right? Like if you if you need a speedy specialist, obviously the paramedic is great. Um, but if you want to missile this at somebody, I think the marksman rifle uh, shotgun version is the right one. Yeah, three templates. Yeah, all day. I mean, it's gonna feel like for me, it's gonna feel like playing with the Nimmer again. Mm. We're just like mm -hmm. I'm just shoving triple templates at people. And like the light shotgun's enough these days. People, so much of the games are being won in the midfield by yeah. just being able to put Force. models down. Yeah. Like you don't get armor bonus. Die. That's enough. Okay. He's gonna be real good. Yeah. I, I'll really be interested to see how much play he gets at the twenty-three point one. Like if people find the sidecar where they're worth the four points, but I expect, I think they will. Yeah, I I, so. I'd always go for it. Plus, I he mean, looks cool. He's so tiny and cute. There's there there's an argument if you really like coordinated orders to not take the side mm -hmm. bot. Sure. It does come up. Depends on what kind of style of vanilla player you are. Um, what I, else is I think list? I think the side bot would see a lot more play. It it can't kill anything, right? Like heavy riot stopper can stop stuff for sure, yep. but that's not dead. That's not an order off the table. Yeah, but depending on what you riot stopper, that can be very big. Sure. And it's not like O12 has any problem shooting stuff. It's true. Right. So like once it stops now, moving, uh, you're like, thank you. And then the gamma stands this, up. Assuming that this could Harris with the law keepers. Yeah. Get out of here. How <laughs> compelling is that? Not. What what law keeper would you don't you don't think so? No. I want it so bad. 
What would you? What I, would you I take, feel like though? the climbing plus. This just wants to go do different things. Well, it can, it can do that while the lock keeper's on the lower end. It's just a move. So, like, while yeah, the lock true. keeper is rolling with them, he climbs over the building and hunts. So you put like the the bigger gun on the keeper itself. I don't know. I, I do think it's a hard sell to take a lock keeper over this, partially because of what you brought up with. I guess there are some cheap. Yeah, the the um. The cheapest lock keeper is nineteen. Like, what are you what are you getting out of this? Hmm. Extra burst. With the red fury. I mean, sure, that's good. But what I mean, I don't I know think if you I actually want take that. the specialist operative one because it's cheaper than the likely two of the other one you take. Right. <laughs> like yeah. the link I would take is one of this guy, uh, the twenty point one to be a specialist. That's with so big, though, just in terms of stuff to move around. That's like four fifty-five mil bases. You right? put, you put, like they're three, so three, fast. Three. You literally put them in a corner as hidden as possible, and they can still get wherever they want to go. Yeah, I don't know. I've done this in JSA, and it's like, Yojimbo's gone to surprising places. I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. I just, I, <laughs> I, I don't, like... I don't know if it's good, but it's fun. How about that? I accept, Agreed. I, accept that. I, I guess, I guess I'm, what I'm getting after here is like, why do you, like, what extra capability do you get out of rolling three of these around? I mean, it's I do redundancy? think you're probably right about, like, them being in a Harris is a bad thing. Like, if you had three of them, yeah, you want them you spread out. The, you shouldn't actually yeah. put them in a Harris. Yeah, I <laughs> you want put them... them on each corner of the of the map. If they're AVA three, I'll take three. Yeah, just right? skip the sure. lock keeper. So, like, you think that this is completely like the lock keeper already wasn't very taken because I feel like I don't know. He feels like he's bloated somehow. I do think. And, it, well, I think his points are bloated. Yeah, <laughs> like if you, especially if you compared to the like, other guy. Mm-hmm. Like when you compare him directly. Yeah. Like, like you're saying for 33 points, that's anywhere near better. No. Sure, you get yeah, two I sides. I don't know what you're like, paying for. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the Lucky Bird model is rad as hell. Yeah, it is. True. I do like him a lot. I mean, okay, maybe, maybe so, he can so you, do, you do get immunity to hacking. Oh, that's sure. Yes. There's that. I mean, you're also impetuous and you're on a bike and the other one's not. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't know. It is weird that the other one doesn't have any of the bike rules, right? Because it doesn't have AI yeah. motorcycle. It doesn't have a motorcycle. Yeah. It, it can't go like... prone. God, being able to go prone on that is so big. <laughs> <Just a <laughs> I mean, yeah. If it ends up being AVA3, take three. Yeah. Lockkeeper, <laughs> I love you. You'll be an extra one. I'll put you on S3. It'll be fine. You'll yeah. just be another highway patrol. There you go. All right. That's the actual answer. <laughs> well, excellent. Does that wrap up the uh, Infinity News? It does. So. so we've actually got another announcement. So uh, our very own Abyssius. Uh, A.K. Jordan is uh, doing 24-hour stream on the 26th of November. Uh, he's starting 9 a.m. Eastern Time, so uh, East Coast of um, North America. Uh, and he's going to do it for a whole 24 hours, maybe longer. Um, so if you get a moment to hang out and um, support the stream, donate if you can, right? So he's supporting uh, Sick Kids Toronto. 
because uh, so it's actually yeah. through an organization called Extra Life. Yep. And they work with hospitals all over. Yes. Um, providing them with basically like people to go there and play games with kids. It's yeah, this is, this is actually pretty big in Twitch, right? There's a lot of like extra life streams that happen. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. So... And this is, it feels very similar to what Child's Play does, right? Maybe. Don't know. I know Child's Play from Penny Arcade, they like, they give um, gaming equipment to hospitals. But this oh, is sure. for direct involvement. Yeah, I think this is like like literally people going and volunteering their time in the hospitals. So there's probably some overlap, which is a cool thing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. go help them out if you can. Um, I am going to see if I can play a game of Infinity against him. That'll be fun. Oh, where do you watch true. him? What's up? Where do you watch him? I believe on his Twitch channel, which is, I imagine, Abyssus. Uh, he just um, said BRB. Oh, no. I know. He's, he's <laughs> AFK right now. Um, but we'll we'll circle back with him, and uh, we'll announce it later. Um, but yeah, so there's that. Also, uh, there is uh, just a reminder about what we talked about a few um, episodes ago, the uh, Necromold's Kickstarter. That's right. So successfully funded, over half a, half a million dollars, which is pretty, pretty rad. Right? It's so over you, 10 times his first Kickstarter. Yeah, so super, super cool. You can late back. Um, oh, okay, so you can you go to extra-life.org, participant, hibiscus. That will be in the show notes and all that, so you can check that out. Um, yeah, I think I think that's it for news. Yeah. So yeah, Necromold's backer kit is open. If you missed the uh, if you miss it on Kickstarter, you can uh, find it on backer kit yep. and have, yep, support a really awesome game. Yeah. So here's here's the here's the thing. Um, you can you can go do that stuff, and uh, there his there's his Twitch, so you can just go there and hit him up. Back and forth. All right, let's get over to, to uh, talking about toys. It's happy time. It's happy time. All right. Um, I'm a mother, mother person. Okay, cool. So. I uh, had a bunch of remotes 3D printed by Nick down in Berkeley, and I wanted generic remotes to use across all of my NA2 that looked like they belonged in Infinity, but didn't look like any of the factions existing remotes. So found some really cool ones that Nick was able to modify to fit properly on 40 millimeter bases because they were originally a lot more splayed out. Um, mm. And I used some leftover metal weapons from other remotes. So I used the sensors from some of the uh, Hakuslam remotes. Oh, sure. Yeah, weapons from the Pano remotes um, to give them uh, WYSIWYG equipment so there should be no confusion about what they are. Very cool. Yeah. And then also, I, I noticed I was just like accumulating a ton of remotes from my NA2 and I'm trying to like make it a reasonable amount of stuff that I might someday get painted. So uh, I also had him print out these big, weird spider beetle bots that are going to be my attack remotes. Mm. Um, you figure, like, whatever armor you're playing, all the attack remotes end up basically looking the same anyways, just like a slight gun change. So I've got three of them printed out. One of them has a pair of Lunacod weapons underneath just to be like, in case I'm running something that has 
two guns that looks appropriate for something with two guns. I mean, I see peacemakers if I've ever seen them. They got yeah. their little buddies. They're, they're absolutely peacemakers. They're absolutely Sujan. They're absolutely Luduan. They're absolutely um, any you know, any of those. Actually, they just covered uh, bullet ears. There we go. Um, and you're ready to hollow project too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And then also uh, 3D printed out these really cool um, uh, ox bots yep. that actually have the flamethrower modeled onto them. So they 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 look neat. Yeah, correct. The, the eye doesn't just glow and then shoot with like a mystic laser. Yeah, and I, I feel like this looks terrifyingly NA2. Like the mercenaries just bought the scariest looking. Yeah, if you paint that up in like Drew's green and yellow. Yeah. yeah. That'll that'll do. Yeah, exactly. Nicely. Just like please Fantastic. don't send the bots. Um, and then I also built my Takuri the Takuri models I hadn't finished. So here's the Terramorphs team with Boar up there in the front. I love that model. What is this? What this these? is uh, this is Takure. We talked about it, I think, last episode, right? Yeah. Um, it's basically a mix of Infinity and Blood Bowl is the easiest way to explain it. Yep. It's rugby Tim, instead of... You're going to watch the last episode, football. man. Yeah, just go watch the last episode. Didn't. I'm sorry. It's, it's actually it's fun. really I really enjoyed fun it. game. Yeah. But, um, yeah, we... Check we, out episode we, 108. Is it like, um, just like two seconds on it, is it like long-term like season planning like Blood Bowl? No. No. That, uh, <laughs> all right. That makes you sad. The, I was very sad for a second. Right, none of the campaign play, you you have your team. Basically, it works. There's four positions, and there's six models that can fill those four positions. Some models play in two different positions, um, or otherwise you're competing for the same position. So that's how they balance it. Like everyone's big guy is yeah. roughly equivalent to everyone else's big guy. Yeah. Um, Gameplay works a lot like, uh, a lot like, Infinity with like super clear intent rules for movement. Um, and yeah, so like you have your activation, the opponent reacts, you go back and forth. So it's a hell of a lot of fun. Yeah, easy to pick up. Uh, you know, kind of like Blood Bowl, you just like throw all your models. It's even less models than Blood Bowl, honestly. So, I'd, I I would... think those models are exceptional. Yeah, they're pretty rad. Well, I mean, like, this is the entire Terramorphs team with 100% of every variation you can play. It's six models. <laughs> Fair yeah. enough. Yeah, that's, uh, I think that's it for, for Hobby. I, I built a hoplite. I did not take a picture of it. There's nothing particularly special about <laughs> what I did to it. It's just a straight-up build from what's in the box. Um, it's, good hoplite. it's a good model. Yeah, it's a great model. That is... Tim, Clint. I mean, I've I've been so in the months leading up to now, uh, before Armageddon, I had been uh, preparing for the shit show, <laughs> for the Salem shit show, and right. so I was painting some. I was trying out that slap chop thing, and I was getting some models painted in white banner. Um, but since then, I've I volunteered to um. Jeff to play one of the factions. I was like, give me a faction that's not currently represented. And so now I'm playing ISS, which means I need to go paint different models. <laughs> I'm I'm looking forward to the uh, the shit show. I've got a double tag JSA list that I need to run. <laughs> yes. My moderator sniper is gonna take out your your uh, you just wait. <laughs> I mean at this rate I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> right. 
That'll be so much fun. We should see if we could do a a shit show prep. Get you on the show sometime, Adam. (laughs) Oh, hell yeah. It'd be fun. Um, All right. Well, uh, Clint, you get any hobby in? I did a little bit. I bought big boy brushes. The um, I think they're eighty four oh fours, Ruffels or something like that. Mm. Um, and I'm borrowing a friend's speed paints, the army painter contrast oh, nice. paints. And so Big I'm champ. playing playing with those and learning how uh, uh, how how do with new tools. I like that you got really fancy brushes to do the painting that requires the least amount of painting. I also have my old shitty paints that uh, uh, I'm real confused on how to use with a brush with like a defined point, like covering <laughs> a whole model feels like trying to color in with a pencil. I don't know. It's weird. So I am using the speed paints on my uh, JSA and the tip I will give you is get some aerosol satin primer. If you intend on doing any highlighting, because it'll reactivate with other water-based paint put over the right. top. Right. Um, and if you just tag it with a little bit of a uh, little bit of primer or a little bit of uh, spray on uh, varnish, it'll lock it all in so you can layer it up. Cool. But hey, I, John. I was gonna say I've been very impressed with the the um, Iron Painter sweet paints. A lot of them, what the biggest difference I've noticed from them to contrast is that they handle flat surfaces a lot better. Like yeah, the contrast do. paints can be better. really problematic, but the, the speed paints have something going on there that's working out. Totally true. All right, well, uh, let's get to talking about our games. Yeah. I'm a gamer girl. John, do it. Actually, yeah, Clint, we know we'll be talking about all your games in a minute. Yeah. Yeah. What have you been playing? If you have. I mean, locally, um, uh, a lot of, so a lot of our crowd has actually been doing like a a small scale Necromunda campaign. And I've never played Necromunda before. Um, And I just, I, I was like, well, I have some Tau models. So I'm gonna play Vansar Tau. So like in my mind, they're like a Black Hawk Down situation. They, sure. they crashed into a hive, and now they're just trying to survive amongst all the gangers. So it's like that's why they have two plus ballistic skill. They're just Tau. <laughs> they have robots nice. to help them. Um, and uh, it's been my experience that uh, plasma rifles in that game are busted. <laughs> yep. yep. And, like I, I, my games don't feel fair. It's silly. They've not been able to get melee yet, thank God. But like when they do, I will die. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely not a game that is intended to be uh, optimized. Yeah, you, yeah. You're, if if you go for just like making the the clearly most mathematical optimal shooting build, it's just not going to be fun. I, yeah, you, I mean, and you're not wrong. I regret playing Vansar. I wish I had played something sillier because. I don't know. It feels weird. Sure. Of the early GW stuff, clearly Blood Bowl was the better thing to come out. Agreed. <laughs> but I don't hate it because I do actually like. I, to give credit where credit's due, I do think that their mission design is fun and wacky. Like yeah. their whole sentry system is hilarious. I'm like, I'm gonna die at any moment. They're gonna kill my whole squad. 
but I'm entertained somehow. So we'll see how it goes. <laughs> right. Um, I, I mean, I think as far as like GW properties go, I think it's the coolest setting that they have currently. Like the amount of lore that they have in Necromunda is just amazing. And it's, yeah, I feel like it's deeper, more interesting story than the greater 40K by at, at large by a lot. I just wish they treated it like a real game. Like when you when you go and look at like just trying to find the rules for anything, it's in oh, a billion books. It's impossible. Yeah. So like I I just I ask questions about how something works and they're like, let me look at Appendix C in my car where I left the treasure trove of books. It's like, oh my goodness. Yeah, it does require like eight different books. Yeah, which I hate. Like, like that's that's the main thing that that holds me back from really liking that game because I love the mission design and how wacky the setting is and campaign play is kind of neat. But I just wish it was more streamlined. Like Blood Bowl feels like, in terms of like a sure. campaign management style long scale game, I just think other things do it better. Yeah, partially because of how place, deadly it is. Yeah, there. I think there are projects online where people have created. Yeah, there we go. Have created a PDF of a of all of the uh, necromantic material. I I have one of those book. up through 2017. Right, and then they whoever had updated that that book just didn't update it with the newer stuff, which people are trying to play with. So it's like, eh. and then that book is like seven hundred pages long. Yeah, also that. <laughs> like, like sure, it's compiled now and it's searchable, but that only helps like a little bit. <laughs> it is, um, yeah. So, I, I, Obi, I'd love that. Please send it my way. I, I, I'll share it with my my boys. <laughs> I've been playing a lot of Infinity. I went to um, the Mindtaker tournament in Vancouver, Washington. Um, I think it was like the 5th of November, so like right after the last show. Um, ended up being odd number of players, 15, so I took the first round as a buy. I uh, still got three games in, which was kind of fun, because um, my second round game went, unfortunately, very poorly for my opponent. Um, not because of anything I did. Uh, I set up, I set up a cat. I was playing Caledonia. He was playing, uh, an avatar list. Uh, my cat and I got lucky and snuck a T2 round that damaged the avatar. Um, and a Caliban killed the avatar. <laughs> so the game was over very fast. Uh, and I was like, well, Bruce. do you want to just play again? And he's like, yeah, sure. So we ended up playing a second game. Uh, I happened to have my steel with me, so it wasn't just like triple dog twice in a row. Um, <laughs> so I, I played my steel, uh, and this time Penny killed the avatar. Uh, spoiler alert! And then the last game was great. It was uh, uh, the <laughs> the fight of the out of print Ariadne sectorials. Uh, it was Caledonia versus Merovingia, and that was nice. a lot of fun. It was a good time. It, and they had loop grooves. They did not have loop gurus. And no. I, had, I, had, I had three dogs, and they were like, I should have brought loop gurus. No. It's their one purpose in life. <laughs> it's like literally their jobs. Yeah, that's the thing that they're supposed to do, and they weren't there. <laughs> They'll this hear about this story for years. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You, were so, you had one job. Um, but then I, I've just been playing a lot of like random games. Uh, we've been doing that Escalation League, so I played uh, the 200.1 versus Nathan. That was a lot of fun. Um, 
And then just practicing against James. James, uh, spoiler alert, the last game I played against yesterday, uh, he broke my 25-game win streak. So, <gasps> yeah. It's okay. I played Frank immediately after beat Frank. Game so. win streak? Yeah, I had a 25-game win streak. I mean, it might not be 25. I was just, I was counting. I mean, I might be off by one. I was counting all my battle reports, right? And so, like, if I'm Jeez. manually counting thumbnails, I could have, like, accidentally double-counted or undercounted or something. So, 25-ish. He, he can bleed. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, I, I really enjoyed that game. It was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, Luger no, so really against James? What's up? It was against James? It was against James. We were playing uh, Highly Classified. I was playing a Steel List. He was playing Vanilla Yujing. Um, the reason I lost, uh, aside from overextension and being a little too cavalier uh, with um, what I was asking my models to do, Pandora killed Hector. Oh. How? Uh, I burst three medicated him. Oh, your own Hector. Yep. <laughs> that was unclear. Yes. I was like, how? Uh, she, her gun's not very good. She has viral. So she has a burst three medicated. That's all she needs to kill Hector, right? Yeah. I mean, it was fine. I hit him twice and I rolled a 15 and a 17. Oh, man. You know what? <laughs> I would actually be okay with, with offensive med guns. Yeah. They just do a damage if you fail a fist check. <laughs> yeah. Just straight. It's like you almost use this against dogs. Yeah. <laughs> but Brutal. if you don't do your push ups, this is fucking deadly. <laughs> so, yeah, that was, that was a game. I'm in the middle of writing that one up. Uh, I've sort of, because I get games inconsistently, uh, I, have a bunch, I have a bunch of stuff banked now in terms of battle reports. So I'm going to re- try to release them. I'm trying weekly first. And if that's. If I end up banking too many, I'll increase it every every uh, like two a week or something. But we'll see. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Right on. I was able to get my second league game in against uh, Rory, Lauren's cousin, mm-hmm. and um, so he's just learning the game. Obi was over, so Obi helped coach them uh, against me, which tur- turned the game harder. <laughs> I I still managed to. Uh, to, to to eke out a win with my with my JSA, um, I'm still dragging myself through playing them. I don't know when I'll stop. They're really fun. Tomorrow makes them fun. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Caledonia is a pretty bad matchup for them. I feel like Caledonia can shoot at stuff. JSA has a much harder time. They obviously can't do it. Uh, Natural born warrior uh, all over the place. And like chain rifles and smoke for days makes JSA pretty sad. Yeah, I think that's the uh, that's the hard part. Yeah, that and T two, right? Because you're like, haha, I can, I can, sur- oh, I can't survive. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Yeah, for sure. But it was a fun game. I'm looking forward to. Uh, we're going to a tournament this weekend. Yep, that's gonna be a good time. We're at Shiv. Yeah, I'm excited. Still tweaking my list. We should talk more later about that. <laughs> Indeed. All right. Well, before we get on to the uh, to, to the main course, what about uh, Clint? we have our <laughs> game. Wait, Clint, what did you play? I mean, we had an interesting tabletop throwdown match, right? With uh, dogs versus cats. That was cute. Yep. Yeah, we had we had four like like devil dog slash antipode personalities, and then three Zujans. <laughs> Jeez, 
just just worth mentioning. That's entertaining. Well, go watch that on the. It was the actually a very good yeah. game. Sad I missed it, but I'll have to catch up at work or something. Also, the I showed you guys the shot of the Unknown Ranger getting just fucking throttled. Yep. <laughs> it's just the, the slow death. Getting beat down by Quang Chi. <laughs> just take pistol damage. Yeah. No spoilers. <laughs> uh, they'll be fine. Oh, yeah, I want to save his uh, tournament games for... Sure. Uh, that seems fair. I, I was like, wait, do we just deliver it? We're good. <laughs> nope. All right. Well, it is now time for the Mythic Games sponsorship. Ship, ship, ship. One of these days, I'll get a reverb button. Um, so, yeah, here comes the sweet prizes. Every week, Mythic Games provides one of our lucky listeners with $10 in credit to moe-games.com. All you have to do is say the magic word that uh, Clint has prepared for the show tonight. Uh, contrast. Contrast, there it is. Uh, type it into the chat box, and we'll use some cool bot that John has to uh, pick out the winner. Ruben also supported uh, Armageddon with some coupons like this, so thanks to Ruben. Oh, nice. He's great. Yeah. So, sorry, you're using the Army Painter version of a contrast paint, though, right? The speed paints? Yeah. There's also a Vallejo set coming out that I really want to try. Yeah. And mm. it looks really, it looks like the 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 best of the three from what mm. I've seen. It has it's, a chance to be, yeah. Looks really good. Well, yeah, it, like it's water-based. You can thin it down to a glaze. It doesn't reactivate. Like, yeah. I it mean, looks really freaking good. God, I can only imagine what paints are going to do in like 10 years, right? Like if you look at like the, that this exists. <laughs> right. Compared to like when we were painting ten years ago, you're just like, wait, you that was that took you ten, twenty minutes? What? Yeah, the the, tar, the tartan paint will uh, yeah will out right. Yeah, slap it on and it'll do the yeah. The, <laughs> the tar, I can't. Oh my god. <laughs> it's coming. Like like you start with drawing the pattern you want, and then you can just put a layer on. And it just activates the bone. I mean, the paint. this this is like no, really, really, what it is 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 you want miniature paints to work like uh, how everybody who doesn't understand how digital art works thinks digital art works. <laughs> That's what you want. Just get a three D printer, but instead of extruding uh, uh, plastic, it spray paints paint and just airbrushes everything. Yeah, well, middle I, in the middle. I do think that's actually what's going to happen eventually. <laughs> right, you're gonna get you're gonna get something that can print a painted model. Yeah, like eventually, yeah. I have no doubt that's gonna be like the future. Sure. CMYK three D printing. Yeah. Well, cool, John. Why don't you hit that button? Button hit. Hey, All right, congratulations, Frank, Frank. Go ahead and shoot your information over to Ruben, and of course, uh, thank you everyone for listening, and thank you, Mythic Games, for your support. All right, well, I'm going to hit this button. It's what you've all been waiting for, our main feature. So we are here to talk about Arizona Armageddon, which was hosted by this lovely gentleman, Tim. Hello. And played in by that lovely gentleman, Clint. That's me. That's why we have him here tonight, not just because we like looking at their beautiful faces. So, <laughs> Tim... <laughs> 
to uh, to kick this off, why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, about Arizona Armageddon? What what is it? Where is it? What are the missions? The yeah. The uh, Arizona Armageddon is a long-running tournament based in Arizona. Um, it's part of the Four Corners circuit, and it's been. This was Arizona Armageddon six. It was something that was started by my cast with Tom Shadel, and I've since taken it over from him. Um, every year we meet in Phoenix, Arizona, and we try to get people all t- to come out and have a good time. And personally, because I get to run it now, I make sure there's armories because I like putting death boxes on the fields. <laughs> That's so many armories. <laughs> it's not as hard as you'd think now that people have like 3D printed me a shit ton of them. <laughs> That's fair. So it's, it's, it's very practical to these days. Plus, actually, we only had to use like one of the 3D printed ones this year. Everyone just brought their own. Like if you look at these shots. Like they're, they're they're not just three D printed armory. Everyone just brought one that matched their table, yeah. with a, with a few exceptions. Um, yeah, I guess yeah. tables there. I know. I know. One of the um, other things that I really try to emphasize is that I believe that all tables should have train zones on them somewhere. Just somewhere. I don't care how big they are, where or how off to the side they are, but that. It's something that is core to the game. It's in unit costs, I think, that mm-hmm. they should be on most tables. Um, so you'll see that in all of these shots here, here. I'm showing you, um, <laughs> you'll see that there's there, I have colored felt. So whenever there was a table that didn't have ta- terrain, I'd go over and be like, you are choosing one of these five colors, and you're going to put two of these on here somewhere. I don't care where, just somewhere. And so you'll see that every table in, in my um, tournament had terrain somewhere. Man after my own heart. It's important. I no disagreement. Um, but yeah, we do. We try to. We try to make it a good time. And Wait, I, so I pushed it to many, the this how, year. How many players? How many rounds? What were the missions? Um, we ended up having thirty-four actual players, which was a bit lower than I expected. But a lot of the the airline stuff is really taking a toll. And I guess the Baltimore brawl relaunched on the same date unbeknownst to me mm. oh really yeah so i took out a bunch uh, of the east coasters like after i signed the the hotel and stuff like a month later when i announced days they're like you know baltimore brawls that week i'm like i ran th- this weekend last year nobody told me then what, what happened but um you did yeah. not run this weekend last year i did i did it was much seven. hotter last year no november 5th through 7th same date i'm i'm, I'm telling you I, I put a lot of money on it, so I definitely know. <laughs> the um, it's the same temperature on the same day every year, Tim. Damn it! I, I my farmer's almanac cooler. says so. Years past before this, it was like early October, but I, every year that I've ran it, it's been the November fifth-ish weekend, and um, the and I pushed it there because it's much nicer in Arizona because of. It's it's still like nineties in October. It's absurd. Good yeah, um, yeah. Zico was there. He's actually so they they um, in the latest Infinity update they put a video a part of the video that I shot of the venue when I was walking around, and uh, Zico was in it. So Viper Six Zico, and uh, they chose the the part where he was in it. So he made it into the official Infinity update. <laughs> well, congratulations. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it, it was a good time. I like I like having armories, I like terrain zones, and I like uh, a bunch of kung fu. But we had thirty four players, and it was five rounds over two days. It's a good time. 
Very cool. What uh, what missions did you guys play? Let's see. For round one, we wanted to try the new one, Cryogenics. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and that actually went pretty well. I, I mean, there was definitely like a the one piece of confusion was that they still haven't updated the official ITS thing for the two objective points on the oh, sure. uh, classifieds. But once we clarified that with players, I didn't hear people having like major disagreements on how it scored, despite it being kind of confusing. Um, round nice. two was Panic Room, because I love Panic Room. It's a good time. It's a great mission. I, really I do. I, I think it's a fixed biotech war. I yeah. think the biotech war is not fair to um, the player who goes first <laughs> because you just it's almost impossible to get out there kind of accurately. But um, I do think that Panic Room giving you the the two turns to get out I think is the right clock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And it gives and it gives you those like get out of jail free zones. And on top of everything, you get boys going to the armory. There's nothing not to like about this mission. It's perfect. And so that was round two. Round three, we had um, the other, I think it was Supremacy. Because we were trying to match where the objectives were for the day, so we didn't have to move a lot of stuff around. Makes sense. And cryogenics and, then, and Supremacy are identical. Yeah. And then day two uh, was Acquisition and then Looting and Sabotage. Right on. That's a, that's a good spread. See, see, Clint frowned. Yeah, Zico fought Clint on Panic Group, apparently. Yep, we'll get there. It's <laughs> funny. No, I still yeah. like, yeah, I like Panic Room quite a bit. Still, my favorite iteration of Biotech where I've ever played was actually at Humboldt. Yes. Um, well, I really, <laughs> I really do like Panic Room. I, you know, no disrespect to the. The Humboldt version, but I I really enjoy yeah. that more because it's it's still Biotech War, right? It's just like slower. Mm-hmm. Well, it's also it's slower from the sides, which I love. Well, right, right, but I'm saying the Dante's Dante's Peak version from Humboldt is still Biotech War, just slower, right? It's oh, like I it's see. like the it's and it's a progression to Panic Room. If that makes any sense, right? Like yeah, it's, yeah. It's like the next, you know, like the middle evolution in the Pokemon. The half step, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, basically at Humboldt it was Biotech War. It grows six inches a turn, mm-hmm. so you have a two-inch strip at the front of your zone where you not where you can deploy safely for the first turn. Yeah. Um, but it does get eighteen inches on both sides, so it is a little bit bigger than a regular Biotech War zone. Um, and I believe it was fire damage. It was like yeah. damage fifteen, fire damage everything that stays <laughs> in there. Oh, that's I actually I love that that progression, the, the more aggressive progression there. Mm-hmm. While still I think having... it was a. I think it was a 12-inch deployment zone also, so you had six inches so. to deploy in. Oh, maybe. Well, either way, I, I like that it was 18. Yeah. Yeah. That was really fun. I faced, I faced Ruben at Humboldt. <laughs> that did not go well. Because <laughs> <laughs> at 16 inches, you figure you have one-third of the full table width to, in the middle to play in with biotech more. Yeah. But at, at 18 inches, like that gets it down to a foot. And that four inches is a big, like, really matters. Mm-hmm. But um, and I, I guess yeah. the only other thing I'd say about like the weekend was that even though we had a smaller turnout, a lot of the players that, that did show up, we had some sharks in that room. We had, we had like probably six players who I think were in the like top fifty last year. Mm. Yeah, that it's very good players. It's definitely a tough uh, a tough lineup. And then, um, were there any additional festivities? Um, 
I mean, we we always do the one of our one of the things we do every year is on Sunday night when everyone's done. Everyone goes to Cornish Pasty, and so that that place is delicious and has great beer. Cool. Um, this year though, it was it was a it was a little more relaxed. We someone brought a crokinole board, <laughs> so we were we were playing that in the tournament hall. Crokinole. Exactly. Exactly. Never it's heard a, of it's it a Canadian word. Yeah, I'll spell it. One sec. I'm gonna look it up. Should have made that it. the word. No one would have got it right. Oh my. God. <laughs> yeah, crokinole would have been perfect. Why? Why Crokinole. Okay. There we go. M O U S E. It's a really cool game. Like you, you, you flick the little discs into the middle zone, and basically you play in teams of two. So you and your partner cross from each other. And then, so each of you gets like six shots. And if there's no pucks on the board, you must make it in the center hole. And, and not the actual like hole in the middle that scores you extra points, just the center zone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then if there's a puck of the opposing team on the board, when you shoot your puck, you must hit theirs. I have a friend that has an extremely nice one of these yeah. hanging in her house. And I've never I known what it's for. You to get a game in with it. It's actually a lot of yeah. fun. I uh, think circular the... shuffleboard is a, is a pretty reasonable way of explaining it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Circular aggressive shuffleboard because yeah. those it gets, it, it gets weird though because of the peg surrounding the center area. Sure. I, I played this uh, in graduate school a little bit. My local game store had, had a, a very nice set similar to your friend uh, that was just sort of like hanging on their wall. Hmm. Yeah, some people have some very nice sets of this. Just like it's it's a thing that I think a lot of woodworkers like to make good versions of, and people yeah. will buy it. Hence, hence Frank's comment about expensive. Yeah, right, because you know it's some some carpenter is going to is to really make a you know a very nice turn, thing. Yeah, turn their turn their craftsman skill up to eleven and make it really really sweet. If you do I something just, with it, it is a fun game. I just like that it's clearly spelled. By the same person who spelled pinochle, like it's, it's... <laughs> that, that, that that comment about Canadian Tire, it's home. <laughs> it's right next to the. It's right next to the Timmy Hose. <laughs> the, at first, I thought you were talking about what is that game, Sabuto, which is the uh, the the finger flicking soccer game. I mean, what you oh, described yeah, already yeah, yeah, sounds yeah, yeah, yeah. familiar, but Man, I want familiar. some Timbits. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Clint. Yes. Let's let's talk about your game. Let's talk about your games and your army. What'd you bring? Why'd you do it? Uh, who, who am I? I'm I am Clint. <laughs> uh, Jean Valjean. Uh, I brought uh, Bakunin because I really. Kind of, yep. I've kind of arbitrarily decided that that's my uh, faction. This. Season, we'll see how long that lasts. Because when I, I, I make love this season, JSA. huh? I, I think so I we should pick them uh, instead of JSA. <laughs> I think the Bakunin got a lot of love in N4 slash the new fire team update. Sure, sure. <laughs> slash Zoe and Pywell. Slash Zoe and Pywell. Yeah, Pywell has to be on crack now. Yeah, so this first list that we're that's on screen right now was kind of the Pywell's cool. Let's throw him in a fire team list. And that's probably not the best mindset for list building for a tournament. <laughs> um, but that's the mindset I was in. Uh, so it's it's got Pywell and a moderator link. Um, I actually didn't use this list hardly at all 
in the tournament. I used my other list uh, uh, four games out of the five, and then... Hmm? Well, let's uh, let's go through the list for, okay. for people that are listening. Oh, sure. Okay, me. so group one, Bran. I mean, Bran DeCastro is... Uh, it's, this is the boarding shotgun version, not the special operative combi emitter version, which is totally fine. So uh, looting and sabotage, right, yep. is in the lineup, so... Yeah, Bran the, uh, is the best option for that. In well, sure. Uh, yeah, I mean, cer- certainly the the easiest to get there because he starts next to it. Um, also, he's a martial artist with a anti-material. Also true. Weapon. I'm I'm personally a big uh, uh, proponent of decharges and looting, sabotaging because like the armor value is so stupidly high. Sure. Sure. But there's that. Uh, but yeah, but, I mean, he's he's absolutely an excellent uh, option in Bakunin. And he's also able to get D-charges now uh, from the Panoopadoops. Yep. Um, They're cold. That's true. Okay, so then you have a Cyclone, right, with, with the Fearbach. You've got uh, the FTO versions of Zoe and Pywell, right? So the boarding shotgun version of Zoe. Uh, and then you've got Moderator Paramedic, and then uh, two Moderators, one of which is your Lieutenant. Uh, I presume that was for points and for hiding lieutenant reasons, mm-hmm. um, and that's that's a core, right? So um, you've that's got that's a that's a core and a spare then wheel. an extra. Yeah, um, so as, I actually, as Frank puts it, a spare tire. I don't spare tire them because I have because if they're gonna go after my link trying to get to my lieutenant, I want to make them choose between two corners of the board. That's fair. Oh, I see. I see. So one of them mm-hmm. is in the link, the other one is just sort of chilling somewhere. Right. Gotcha. Very smart. Um, Chimera, full three Pupniks. Mm-hmm. Um, Evo Hacker, and a Prowler Spitfire. So there's another source of uh, anti-material to get the AC2. It starts a hidden deployment, so your opponent cannot plan for it. Um, and then group two is a Meteor. Um, so that's presumably what the Evo is there for. That and to to buff the Cyclone. The Cyclone is what the Evo's there. Gotcha, gotcha. Also, Panic Room. You get an extra order sure. with the Evo. Ah, there you go. Uh, double Mind Layer Zeros, right, to help control the midfield. You've got a Vertigo to basically uh, shoot stuff with missiles if you spotlight it. Mm-hmm. Uh, a Morlock, because Morlocks are amazing. And then you've got um, the two you know, CSU Bashi options. In the list, just to have it referenceable. Right. Do you uh, like the that version over the assault pistol one. Generally. What are you talking about? The Morlock. The the DA is for looting, looting and sabotage. And sabotage. Oh, um, I didn't realize the assault pistol didn't have DA. Please continue. Yeah, yeah. No, it doesn't. That's AP. Um. So your options. That so for those of you who don't know, what we're talking about. There's three versions of the Morlock. Also, all now at six points. The assault pistol version used to be at eight which was a big deal because the two points actually was often very relevant. So in the olden days, it was DACCW or EMCCW. And those were your two choices at the six point level. Um, all of them have chain rifles. Uh, and then if you upgrade to eight points in the old days, you would get an assault pistol and get an APCCW. Now all three versions are six points, which is mm. bananas. Um, and that actually has, because uh, I, I used to swear by the EMCCW all the time. Uh, it turns avatars off, right? Uh, it turns a lot of things off. It still hits things and does damage. Um, it's better now in N4 than it used to be. Um, but the assault pistol is just so relevant. 
and important that I think I like that more than even the MCCW because mm. usually like, I guess, I guess, you know, those of you who have watched all of our, um, what are we like the, the stuff with professor will at like the infinity, uh, b- blood sport stuff that we've been doing like the CC yeah. gladiatorial the C- combat. Yeah. Gladiatorial combat. Like all the, all the, uh, the, the, the brackets that we've been doing with CC specialists. If you're on burst one, it doesn't really matter how good you are because the other guy can just crit you, right? Yeah. So I mean, mad about or, it still. Oh, or you could just not roll better. high. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it's like the MCCW is good. Uh, both the assault pistol and the MCCW, I feel like, are pretty situational, uh, and I feel like the assault pistol is more often relevant than the MCCW. So if I had to make a, a choice. Uh, I would take the um, I would take the AP sorry the assault pistol because it's just more generally useful more of the time. But DA makes a lot of sense here. Yes. Yeah. Looting was... and sabotaging. There's a specific reason why you need DA, so makes total sense. Yeah. There was no there was no doubt in my mind that that was the yep. one I was bringing. Totally agree. <laughs> okay. So list two. Uh, I'll run down the list and you can sort of talk about it uh after i guess so okay. group one you've got the taskmaster heavy shotgun uh and then presumably this is the harris <laughs> with the two morlocks so the cheap morlocks again daccws just in case you took this one for looting and sabotaging you've got a full uh five uh five none uh core right so um mora hmg kusanagi who's not your lieutenant a healer boarding shotgun uh the custodian who is a, your lieutenant with um a combi pitcher and then another one with um, Carbonite plus one burst and a boarding shotgun, which is pretty rad. Then to round out group one, you've got uh, Vertigo and a Chimera. Uh, group two is uh, zero FO. Moderator with pitcher, just to have an extra pitcher because 10 points, why not? She used to cost uh, Swick, but now she doesn't, which is great. Um, Transductor, so that's your Flash Pulse guy. And then uh, this is actually a three order, a three order secondary pool plus you know a Bashi or a CSU if applicable. So yeah, that's uh that's a lot of that's a lot of nuns. <laughs> <laughs> so you, the, you ran you ran this for four out of the five games? I did. Um and when we get to each game, I'll talk about why I picked this one for those sure. specific matchups. But uh this list it's kind of opposite what I was expecting, because this list was built specifically for cryogenics. Uh yeah. cryogenics has a bunch going on. And so I didn't want to try and stuff. So the Taskmaster is the Master Breacher, right? Okay. Real hard to take down. I'm going to tuck him in a corner to dominate a zone close to me. So he'll survive the whole time. That's why he has the shotgun. Okay. Um, the Morlocks bring up his value since they become regular when they're harassed with them. Sure, sure. And they're also a blade of wounds for him. Right. Um. So there's that. Uh, the reverends have some kind of like I I don't expect people to know that the custodier can be a lieutenant. I'm kind of mm. leaning on that to do my lieutenant saving for me here. Mm-hmm. And um, you can you can you can hide who's your lieutenant because you've got the more over than Sia. Uh, there's Kusanagi. Oh right, right with the the lieutenant being spent on the. Yeah, Moira. Yes. Um, 
so Kusanagi would be an option. It's never going to work. Huh? So now everyone knows your plan. It's never going to work. Uh, yeah. AA is over, so it's fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the Master Breacher is where a lot of my thinking went. And I really wanted to bring the Mimitism minus six core team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of death. It, it worked pretty well. It You're did. doing really well. I was. <laughs> we'll get there. I, I do have a question. What's that? Um, how did that Taskmaster feel just overall for the weekend? Because I feel like I actually really like that profile for this. For uh, specifically, counter, uh, 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 for Harris, for Harris. Mm, interesting. Just, just, just like in general, I think that you could like a lot of games to, to just from what I've seen are coming down to a lot more mid game stuff of like short range firefights, mm-hmm. and I think with the heavy shotgun and crazy koala and smoke and the good like you could really ferret out a lot of people in the midfield. So he actually did very little work over any of my games. But uh, I did like he did survive for forever, right? Yeah, he's kind of a turn three uh, broom, is kind of mm-hmm. how I imagined him in other matches. But uh, there there wasn't anything left to clean up on the ones where he would have been a broom. So, so here's my take. My 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 version of this Harris is the Taskmaster rocket launcher because he comes okay. with a light shotgun. Obviously less good than the heavy shotgun. No, not disputing that. Um, but he's, I mean, he still comes with koalas and he has a rocket launcher, which is pretty rad, right? So that's, that's the difference. Look at the Swick. <laughs> the Swick. The Swick is the problem, right? Yes. Um, but then... Sorry, I didn't catch the price difference. It's the same. It's the same price? Same price. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So same price. Swick, uh, there's a Swick cost, right? Uh, and then I'm crazy and I take the Morlock... Combi rifle with a uh, slight <laughs> smoke grenade launcher, which okay. is 12 points. So it's double and it costs one swick. So that is a choice for sure. Um, but I like it because as you said, right, you want to be in the midfield um, and having smoke anywhere two on 11s covers the table if you're in the mid in the midfield. Right. And that helps a lot, I think. I think that sounds fun. Yeah, uh, I, I do think just baseline that rocket Harris you described is something I'd probably put in a lot of Bakunin lists. Yeah. Sounds very good. Yeah, and then the third Morlock is the AP. Uh, sorry, assault pistol and APCCW because you just you just have you have a threat at every range band basically inside thirty two. Burst five rat. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, like that sounds really good. So you know, I roll up to you, I threaten double chain rifle, and then I assault pistol you on burst five. That's that's the definition of spray and pray with the Morlock who can't shoot at all. Just <laughs> yeah. I'll hit hey, you with I've, a bullet somewhere. Yeah. I've played a lot of Desperado, sir. I'm ready. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I cool. I mean the the well, I guess we can talk about it during your games, but uh I'm really curious to know how the, the nuns performed. Is the is the is the sniper rifle the same cost? I wanna say it is. No, it's one. It's one cheaper. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So this this list has a bunch of specialists, but they're like all in the core. Yeah. <laughs> except mm-hmm. the zero fo. So 
the plan oh, going you, in. <laughs> the plan going in is they're on. They're supposed to be left, right. They're supposed to be on opposite sides of the table to do opposite things on opposite yeah. sides of the table. Yeah. Hmm. I dig it. Solid. All right, let's talk about your games. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Um. Cryogenics. Cryogenics. Uh, do you have the pictures of my games? I am working on it right now. Okay. So, uh, cryogenics. My opponent was Liam. And he's from New Mexico. Yeah, Tim. Uh yeah, yeah. If you've been to a Four Corners tournament, you know who Liam. He's big. He's boisterous. He's the friendliest guy in the room. There's not a question. He was a wonderful person to play against. Um, he, he said he hasn't played since last Arizona Armageddon. Goodness. <laughs> and you believe it. <laughs> and he got last then. So he made some choices. Uh, his list was like, he was playing JSA, first of all. Mm. And his list had seven dudes in it total. What? Yes. Okay. He had... Hang on, I'm going like... to build this list live. <laughs> okay. He had an Oyuroi <laughs> lieutenant. Okay. He had the Cheapo <laughs> engineer to work on the Oyuroi. Tonkatsu. Tonkatsu. Man, you're making me hungry. I knew it was wrong. Tokusetsu. Oh, man. The... the... That it, it is the tonkatsu forever. <laughs> Sounds <me> delicious. <laughs> um, uh, so those were deployed on the left from my uh, de- my position. Okay. Uh, and then, kind of centrally, he had three Karakuri. Oh Jesus! In a Harris, I assume okay. it was one of each flavor. I don't remember. <laughs> sure. Um. That's five. And then on the right, he had a. F- he might have had eight things. So he had a Warcore, a Flash Pulse bot, which were deployed on top of the same roof. Okay. Oh, no. I'm, I'm mixing that up with a different. A different. Um, uh, different game. So. Oh, right. He rolled to. To do an Oniwaban, he rolled, and then said he failed, but he rolled a 15, and Frank looked over, Lord Lord Frank, not Frank Watch, Wash, um, and was like... That's a pass. That's a pass. And right. so he was like, I place not an Oniwaban somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so currently we're at 258 points and two Swick. Uh, and then the end of Shikami. Okay. Oh, that'll do it. That'll fit. That'll finish it off. <laughs> that will finish it off. It's a bold move. Good um, gravy. All right. So here's here's the list. All right. So we've got yeah. That is that is a list. We're sure. Party time. Wow. Oh, that's exactly three hundred points. Great. Yeah. Complete with Tonkatsu. <laughs> I I assumed there was a I assumed there was a a, a helper bot for the Tonkatsu, uh, maybe a gyoza or something. 
Um, <laughs> God damn but, it. <laughs> but, uh, uh, only good things have spawned of this. So, oh. yeah, I, I had to take it out to fit the, fit the Shikami. Yep. That's so... intense. <laughs> Man. How... So forget how forget how you did, Clint. How did this guy do? <laughs> he got he got second to last. He got thirty third. I will say real quick comment on Liam. This is actually one he played my favorite game of the tournament. Okay, favorite one to watch. Uh, he fought against the guy who did get last, who's playing military orders. Okay, um, and at the beginning of the game, they both did a gentleman's agreement to only close combat each other. That's amazing. And it was just I, I watched an Oni Waban take down three nice house of tellers like in a row, just everything chink 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 chink. <laughs> and that game apparently came down to just like the closest of margins, just them just like chopping each other in half. They put each other into retreat. That's amazing. <laughs> it, the greatest game of Infinity at Armageddon. I don't care what people say. That was awesome. Yeah, that sounds rad as hell. <laughs> Everyone's courageous, so nobody runs. Like it's perfect. Yeah, yep. <laughs> it's it's for honor. You couldn't you couldn't do better. So Liam, thank you so much. Um. All right. So sorry. Back to Clint. Yep. 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 <laughs> I just I had to mention. I remember that. It was like I have to talk about it. Yeah, that's that's, that's, <laughs> fair. The, that's uh, fair. How did that go? Uh, it went. It went. So he. I don't remember who won the roll, probably him, because he went first, which meant I could dock him two orders. Oh. Which which <laughs> meant hurts. because the Oniwaban wasn't on the table that he had four orders on his first turn. He's got Takaware and a lieutenant order. Sure. So he's got he's back up to six. That Oyoroi is gonna table you with six orders, man. Um but the Oyoroi was deployed and so i put my oh, gosh <laughs> i put my moira hmg watching him mm -hmm. and he deployed right in front of my combi turret you could kind of see it next to the red car there um oh, sure and so between the two of those you force enough arm saves yeah so by the end of his the first thing he did was coordinated move with his Oyuroi and a Shikami and I don't know, something else. And he move moved. So I got free sh two free shots with the Moira and three shots with the Kombi and a free dodge with the Pupnik. Mm -hmm. And that did nothing. He was fine. Okay. Um, and he, ding, went up, ding, ding, ding. he went up to push the button and I had to kind of coach him through the dismounting out of a tag mounting back into a tag right right to push the button type thing um but it worked out he pushed the button one order no problem okay so and far so good got back into the tag immediately because i told him not to leave the tag because he didn't have to uh -huh. and then he then he moved back and he traded some fire with the moira and by the end of his first turn he like moved the shikami up a little and the Uroi was like down two wounds i want to say Oh wow! And then it was, okay, and then it was my turn. <laughs> okay, so hold up. Um, you want to elaborate on getting it out of the tag for our listeners who may not sure. be familiar with this? Sure. So if you if you want your pilot to come out of a tag, uh, it has to be done at the very start of a 
the order and it has to be a movement skill. So he, he based the tag with the objective on one order. And then on the next order, he declared move and the, the pilot got out of the tag, touching the tag, but also touching the button. Uh, so they were in like a little triangle. He spent a second short skill to push the button and was successful. At the end of that order, he was still basing the tag. To get back into the tag, you need to be basing, and it works kind of like the reverse. At the beginning of the turn, you just get into the tag and use the tag for that order, but you have to start basing it is kind of the tricky part. Mm. Um, so when he got out, I told him not to go too far because that would have taken more orders, and he had six to start with, so I... I felt that very very reasonable. Um, but yeah, then then my turn. He might have also pushed the right hand button. I don't remember. Um, but it it came to be my turn. I got my. I took out the Oyuroi. My zero. I made the mistake. I had the zero on the same side as my core. So my zero spent three orders to move over, push the button, and re-camo. And I got one of the HVTs on my side. Okay. But you've only got 13 orders. <laughs> so that was that was the three orders the zero had was move, push a button, and re-camo. Um, oh, actually, that's two orders. The the moderator popped up and tried to do a pitcher like, ah. like they do. Yeah, um, that's a good way to deal with the Shikami. Uh, and then my uh, Uberfall moved up a bit, and they kind of stayed behind those yellow barriers that are about a third of the way up the board. They were there basically the whole game. Uh, and I just slowly started walking my Reverend Link over to the other button, because <laughs> that had to happen. I moved up to be, you could kind of see him in the picture. He's tucked behind a billboard on, on the far right with moderators on both sides to save him, be his bodyguards. Mm. Um, but yeah, that was that, the, not Morlocks, much to talk about on this. Uh, yes, Morlocks, not moderators, sorry. But yeah, so my, I mean, the data breacher stayed there the whole game, and I got those three points. Uh, both HVTs ended up popping out on my side of the board. Oh, that's brutal. <laughs> so Especially against on, somebody with so few orders. Yeah, so it was it was not it was not a terribly exciting game, but uh, he tried to uh, rush his Shikami forward to I think to push the button to deny mm-hmm. me those two points because he had done the two on his side and he was coming over oh, to right, do the right, one right. on to my get side. The, 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 the more. Get three, all yeah. three, or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but he assault pistoled my Morlock, who chain rifled him, and they both went down. Um, oh. oh, sure, because you're a burst two in the link, right? Um, and my moderator gotten taken out by his Panzerfaust from the Karakuri link. Mm-hmm. Um, his Oyuroi popped up and down with the engineer fixing it. Um. But he just never really had enough orders to do anything. Yeah, that's tough. Oh, so I w- I won that one ten to 
three, I think, because he got two for the um, button pushes and one for his Shikami, which was his data breacher or data. Oh, and it was alive for one round. Right. His master breacher. That's what they're called. Right. Um, to dominate a zone. So. Yeah. Nice. He's a great guy to play against. I would I would play play against him any day of the week. Super fun, super chill. Nice way to start a tournament for a couple yeah. of reasons. What uh what was the final score there? 10-3. 10-3. Uh like and he had like I don't want to he did not have very much left and I had only lost a moderator and a morlock by the end of the game. Mm. So I was Real. I was near the top right from the beginning. All right, then game two is Panic Room. Yes. And this is the one I played against Viper. What what's his name, Tim? Zico. Zico. Um and this game was ridiculous. <laughs> um yeah, I got <laughs> uh we'll get there. We'll get there. You'll okay. you'll know when okay. the ridiculous right. part happens. Um oh and Viper's just got his list available, which is good because oh, I was right. gonna just BS it the whole way. He was playing uh Steel Phalanx and he had a Hermadon Link and a Thrakatai Link. Alright, I'll just read it out for our, our listeners oh, at sure. home. So uh the Hermadon Link is uh in a group, uh group two. So it's got Hector, Plasma, Lieutenant, right? So Phoenix. Machion and the cheapest Myrmidon, uh, and then to round out, to just give those guys orders, it's got a Flash Pulse and a Net Rod. The other group is uh, Thrasimedes. Uh, this is a Thrakatai uh, core. So Thrasimedes, Alki with Spitfire, uh, Paramedic, and thra- uh, the new uh, um, Thrakatai Hacker. Um, and then you've, he's got a, a Gima Marksman with the Missile Launcher, so that's Hidden Deploy. And then uh, two more orders in the form of another Flash Pulse and a War Core. So that's those are the two groups. Basically, uh, Core per group, and then um, a Flash Pulse Bolt per group, and then either Narrow or a War Core, and then a secret spicy uh, Game of Marksman in group one. And uh, yeah, so he was playing Steel Phalanx. I decided to go with uh, the... Reverend Link, because the other list doesn't really have anything to handle Mimetism minus six. Sure. And I kind of view Mimetism minus six as a counter to Mimetism minus six because it evens the playing field. Yeah. Noctifer versus Vostok. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, I was worried about Agima or Atalanta or there's some pretty, pretty nice MSV options. So that was mm-hmm. mildly worrying but I felt that was my best option. Um, this table we're looking at looks real open, right? It's yep. got like seven buildings scattered around and then like scattered terrain. Yeah. Um, but all of those buildings have doors like on oh. all four sides. So you had a lot of ways forward because right. you could just like run through the interiors. Right. Yeah, those are all the um, the Capsulo uh, objective rooms from Warsaw, mm. right? 
the middle one's the objective room. The the ones on the left and right, I think, are slightly smaller. I'm not sure. Okay. He was telling me about it, um, but I don't sure. remember. Um, what was the terrain zone? In, in the, I guess that's black or brown felt? That is black, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was... Zero G. Zero G. Zero G. We played it as saturation and... No, we played it as difficult and low vis. Okay. Um, the person who put it on there wanted it to be. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted it to be <laughs> difficult terrain for people whose fizz was less than twelve. Oh my oh gosh. gosh! He was going real hard. Uh, because it was it was supposed to be super gravity, uh, but if so, if you had enough fizz, you didn't care. And there was something. The minus three was also conditional. And so, oh, also worked against uh, MSV. So it was kind of like uh, Nimbus zones from Reflective M- M3. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I miss Nimbus. Uh, <laughs> um, Nimbus was too fun. But all the doors. Grenades, all you Toha players out there. <laughs> God damn it. Weird, weird N2 rules. Mm-hmm. Um, all the doors except the panic room, which was dictated as open by the mission, were Star Trek doors. Ah, okay. Um, which made it real easy to hide. Uh, mm-hmm. I deployed the majority of my. Um, oh, who who went? He must have gone first. I I seemed to lose the lieutenant role a lot in this tournament. Thinking back mm-hmm. on it. Um, so he went first and so I chose deployment and I picked this side because of, um, the, the antenna thing seemed pretty well hidden. The, the ignore the biotech war zone antennas. Yep. Um, I guess that's that like weird angly brown thing. On the right yeah. there, and the other one was in the building, so it's you could literally center. just you could literally just park in there, and nobody would bother you. Right, makes sense. Um, so he deployed first. I can't remember what his reserves were, but that's whatever moot. So his Myrmidon team went on the left, his Thrakertai team went on the right, and then he salt bayed the other stuff. Um. I have to use that in the battle report now. <laughs> Just Salt Bay Taiga everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, but you take like an actual shot of him doing that, and then you just badly Photoshop in Tiny Taiga. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, God, you're going to make me do extra work now? I am, because <laughs> it's funnier. <laughs> it is much funnier that it way. Is if much if funnier. you show the Taiga hitting his elbow and bouncing off, kudos. Yep. Um. Oh, he's saying hidden marksman and flashbotlers reserves. Um, So the Agima and a flashbotlers reserves. Makes sense, makes sense. So I guess the left and the right are from this perspective? Yeah, everything's from my perspective because I'm the one talking. Um, uh, So I deployed my link team in the safest spot I could, which was the building on the left. Okay. Um, there were a couple people behind it, a couple people in it, and then I had the Moira on the far left, kind of watching. Uh, 
the entire table edge down the left with the okay. HMG. Sure. But she could go prone and hide behind that ramp, assuming sure. she didn't Sure, yeah, die. the little gray ramp that's barely visible at the corner. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, I didn't mention it, but there's a doctor in the form of a healer in that link. So, right. yep. Um, did not get used once this entire tournament, but it was there. <laughs> She's ready. She was ready. Where um, was the Where was the Agima? We'll get there. Okay. <laughs> uh, it doesn't. The gray building or the gray container in the back edge in the middle. Okay. Uh, on his side. On it? Yeah, it was just I mean, standing on top I mean, of it. That's where so... to put it if you're facing a Moro link. Uh huh. Um, and then on my right, inside the rem garage on the back table edge, mm-hmm. I put the uh, Morlocks and the Taskmaster. Um, okay. They definitely needed to move out before first turn because that was pretty dang close to four inches. Yeah. Um, but I had smoke, and I was hoping to clear stuff out with the the reverends. The reverends were pretty safe. They could just move forward inside the building. Yeah, 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 yeah. Makes sense. Um, and then on... And some of the, them, we can hug the antenna, too. Yeah, the in, inside, I had a, the flashpole spot on the left antenna touching it, to because my custodiars were hidden, so I pushed the flashpole spot slightly more forward so it would cover... Um, cover hacking things as a repeater. Um, and then on the right, I had the missile bot and the moderator with a pitcher touching the antenna, and I rolled for the zero um, to be <laughs> pushed up against the the panic room. Oh, kind okay. Of, kind of ready to go in or yeah, whatever. Yeah, deployment. Um, so he rolled and and landed. Nice. And then he he placed his That's reserves. That's hard. And... He's not very high fifth. Nope, nope. I rolled pretty low, but yeah. I mean, end of the day, he ends up in your deployment zone on this anyway. So it was yeah, like not a big deal. Yep. Um. Yeah. So he pushed. So his turn one was pushing forward with both of his link teams. They were in separate groups, right? Right. So, so his. Um. Myrmidon team on the left came down, and the first thing they tried to do was discover the zero. Oh, um, okay. Because that's just the first thing they saw. Sure. Um, so he moved and discovered with Hector, failed. Moved and discovered oh. with Phoenix, or maybe Machion, I don't remember which, failed. Yeah. And then the moved Myrmidons. with a Myrmidon, discovered, failed. Oh, gosh. He failed like three times, and that's three orders. And then the rest that's was like brutal. moving, moving Hector into the middle. How far so, was how far was he? Uh, he wasn't within eight. Okay, and he had cover. Okay, but Hector has whip fifteen, right? Yeah, I mean, that's almost worth just rolling up with Hector and Interpulsoring, like, intuitive attack, right? If you really want to just get rid of it. Sure. Sure. Because um, you're heading towards the panic room anyway, right? Yeah. Yeah, so his his link team kind of broke up. Hector was all alone in the armory. Uh, I think Machion was further back, and then the Myrmidon and... Um, Phoenix? 
Phoenix were kind of touching the two dingles that are right outside the panic room on the left. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Yep, yep, yep. To use the technical term, uh, dingles. Right, the little bits of scatter train. Next that to is the, the technical term. Yep. <laughs> um, okay. That's close. Throughout that, I had... Oh, I didn't mention my pump mix. My pump mix were hiding behind this red line in my deployment zone, the except one... Yep. One was just dodging in front of him, going neener, neener, neener. And I think he just ignored it, and so I got... Yeah, that seems accurate. Yeah, I got some free movement neener, for, neener, the pup, neener. for that pup neck. Um, and then his Thoracotai link came down on the right, mm-hmm. and they took care of the zero. Um, they ended up discovering and shooting, and the zero laid a mine. Um, okay. So they were on the right side of the panic room at the end, kind of similarly around those um, dingles. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so that was his turn one. Um, I didn't lose. I think I only lost the zero. I have a I have a terrible memory, so if that I'm seems, lying, that seems accurate. Because uh, uh, your stuff uh, was in buildings, right? So now was my 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 turn to play so i spent my first orders on the link um i knew an agima missile launcher was an option so i made sure to spread things out uh but i got kusanagi around the back of the building to see phoenix uh who was the first thing i could see that was on the table Uh um and that's when the agima showed up and okay. missile. Yeah. So I was like, crap, this is exactly the thing I don't want. Uh, yeah, so that's I, bad. I split burst like two on Phoenix and three on the Agima or something like that. Okay. Uh, and the Agima went down. And I Ouch. Th- think Phoenix took a wound, maybe. Wow. Um, okay. So let's see. that You're probably within 24 on Phoenix, right? So yes. that's. That's plus, I guess uh, that's a full, that's a, that's a, uh, that's a pure uh, team. Yeah. It's a pure team. So you're going to be on BS, uh, 17, 20 minus nine. So you go to eight. Mm-hmm. That's not bad, but the Agima you're on like minus a million though. Right. So it's, according to range, so... cause you go to neg six cover. So you're on neg nine plus three. I was neg nine total. I was neg nine total. So fives, uh, which Viper just said, and I crit, mm. and and that's how this game got ridiculous. Is I rolled more crits in this game than I think I have in my entire life, uh, all put together. It was ridiculous. Rough. So after that, I brought out Kusanagi to take down Phoenix the rest of the way. Uh. At some point, oh, I remember. So when, back up a second. So when the Myrmidon came out to discover my zero, yeah, it was his last order. Okay. So I forward observed him, and I targeted his Myrmidon. Okay. Uh, which got me my classified. Oh no! Oh, no. <laughs> but I also had a missile bot, right? Yeah, um, 
I ended up just shooting it with uh, Kusanagi because, you know. Also fine. Uh, uh, but that was just kind of funny to get on a, on ARO. Yeah. Um, I always, I always enjoy doing that when you spotlight something, you're like, and classified. <laughs> <laughs> so Kusanagi was shooting the Myrmidon on like 17s. And then I took out, um, Machion, and then I moved forward and shot at Hector cause he was kind of in the doorway. Um, and did like one wound to Hector. Um, okay. And then on the right, I had to like smoke and move up because the Thoracotai were watching. Um, but I, I just rolled through that, but there were probably like six crits I did on the Myrmidons. Oh, gross. There were, there were like double crits multiple times. It was, it was bad. Um, I don't really remember what happened on the right other than moving my Taskmaster link up. I think I took out one of them with like a chain rifle or something. Okay. Um, you smoked your way out and then checked them. Yeah. Chain rifle some stuff. Um, Seems reasonable. Right. So I killed Thrasimedes according to Viper. Mm. Um, and then it was his turn to I, I have a terrible memory so he ended up moving his thoracotai link into the panic room after using his group two orders to clear the mine with hector because remember the the yeah the zero jumped to mine dropped a mine yeah um he spent a long time trying to figure out what to do with hector and then yep yeah. um So I think it was Alki that killed your Taskmaster. Did my Taskmaster die? I don't remember that, um, but I believe you. Viper killed my Taskmaster with Alki on his second turn and then moved into the um, panic room with basically his entire Thrakatai link. Yeah, makes sense. And and then I uh, moved forward with my Uberfall. Um and did smoke stuff and split up and killed all the Thoracotai. And then we had a party with Hector. Uh, <laughs> so there were three Thoracotai in there and Hector. And the Uberfall smoked and cleared out all of them. Yeah. Thoracotai are good, but they're not that good. <laughs> <laughs> they do work, but sometimes you gotta, you gotta be like, you guys can call it in. Yeah, You're yeah. fine. Go home. So um, was the Chimera fighting Hector or just the Pupniks? So after I cleared out the Thrakti, he eventually got the dodge he had been trying to do to base the Chimera. Okay. So he based the Chimera and then I ran the two Pupniks in that could fit because the other guy couldn't get around. Mm. And he... yeah, you'd be like a weirdly on that stair there. Right. Um, and then he AROed by punching the Chimera. And I spent a second considering do I punch back with the Chimera or do I use a Pupnik and just get rid of the Chimera? I ended up doing the Pupnik. Okay. And because Hector only had two wounds left because I had done a wound earlier. Sure. Um, and then later I did 
I did the math, and by did the math, I mean I plugged it into the dice calculator thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, if I punch with the chimera, there's like a ten percent chance that the chimera would go down anyways. Um, and like a, I want to say seventy percent chance that he'd take Hector down all the way. Okay. Whereas Brutal. with the Pupniks, it was like an 81% chance of taking out Hector in that one order. Because it's unopposed. Because it's unopposed. Yeah. Mm. Um, and a 99.4% like of losing the Chimera. <laughs> <laughs> so the Chimera, the Chimera exploded. Well, the Chimera um, is total immunity, so... Right, but that only has one wound. Yeah, I mean, Hector is still more than capable of making it unconscious or critting, so. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I probably forgot to put the total immunity in in the calculator, so that was probably with the explosive hit. Mm. Um, so, Jimmy, took out, uh, you, you, you took out Hector. And that was basically the game. He had, okay. like, flash pulses left. Right. Oh, geez. Uh, uh, so we called it there. Um, but if this had not sure. succeeded, I would have been able to move in with the um, Moiras and I'm yeah, sure isolate, take care um, of them. Oblivion on burst three. That sounds bad. So I had a, I had a quick question for you about the table. Um, it looked a little light in the deployment zones. Was that was that a, a problem or are you able to work around that because of the um, because of the interiors? The Star Trek doors made it so it was impossible to see unless you were also already at the buildings, right? Sure. So that mitigated that problem for me. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, okay. And I, I, I like this table a lot, actually. Um, all all those red lines you see are supposed to be ladders, so up and down oh. the roof. Oh, sure, so there's a lot of ways to get up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. Neat. Yeah, that was just my concern looking at this. I'm like, oh, that's a little light. <laughs> but yeah, with the ability to go inside easily. Yeah. Um, I'll mitigate that quite a bit. Awesome. And what was the uh, what was the final score then? Oh man, what was the final score then? Uh he got okay, so he got the end of round one, um, controlling the panic room and having a uh, essential personnel in there so he got two points there and then i got the other eight so it was eight two mm. right on so so far you've got two high scoring wins two very yeah. high scoring wins yeah you're set to win the whole thing easy peasy clearly um yeah but that was a fun game that easily could have you know the opponent Viper could have been grumpy about it. He wasn't grumpy. He was just like, yep, that's a lot of crits. That was kind of his vibe was like, this is what's happening. Okay, I understand things. Um, it didn't... Uh, these Both of these games were kind of unsatisfying for different reasons. Uh, just dicing happening is not very fun on either side, in my yeah, opinion. Just like, I'm sorry, this sucks. And then, and then Liam was a fun guy, but the game itself was not mentally challenging at all. Um, 
but yeah, my next game was very difficult. <laughs> so next game was I'll try to go a little faster because it's getting kind of late. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Supremacy. I played against Forest from Santa Cruz. Oh, I sure. Played him... Forest is a stiff composition. Mm-hmm. I've played him before. Uh, top table at Battle by the Beach, and he put me in loss of Lieutenant for three turns, which uh, I did not win. Um, <laughs> so I'll always remember that one. He was playing OSS, so I went from Steel Phalanx to OSS, so that was fun. Um, mm-hmm. And uh yeah so on this is the one i won lieutenant roll on and then immediately immediately regretted my choice so i (laughs) chose deployment because it's it's supremacy you want to go second yeah um and then he chose second turn and i was like okay god damn it because oss doesn't alpha super hard like it's got andromeda and dart right sure um but whatever whatever um i again brought the reverend link lists uh again because dakini mimetism i the best way i had to handle that was more mimetism um when in doubt yeah and that ended up working out very well because my uh you could see where my uh, Reverend Link kind of ended up all game was on the left in the middle mm-hmm. fighting his Dakini snipers and things that were coming across. I got too close to his Mark II that was in the middle of the panic room and you could see an isolated Custodier tokens oh. kind of dead center in the middle. Womp womp. Um, but that revealed his, his Mark, II. Mark II. So I tried throwing the Uberfall. I okay. threw I threw a Pupnik up there. Um, just kind go? of. Well, it. So I threw it up there and it either tanked the save or won the fight and I tanked the save. But either way, nothing happened. Mm-hmm. Um, but my Camaro was too far away, so he uh, turned off. <laughs> the Pupnik mm-hmm. turned off. Um, oh, oh, I see, I see disconnected yeah. right and so i fuffed around a little bit more on the right to deal with a naga he had uh and reconnected and by the end of this i had the naga revealed and all my pup mix connected so i spent an order and this is kind of the biggest uh tactical mistake i made all, all tournament is i ran the chimera down to hide and i ran all the pup mix in but let, that let him get free shots on the Chimera because the Chimera mm. wasn't able to punch back. Mm. Um, but I got one more shot at the Mark II and I was piling on the Naga. The Naga went down. Uh, I think the Mark II just didn't care, whatever. The Chimera went down, so it didn't matter. The Mark II was alive. Yeah, that's after- rough. After two fights, it was like 19s versus 14s. So, you know, you were talking about your sure. your close combat being swingy. Yeah. Yep. As is evidenced. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, pushed I mean, bu- this this goes to uh, to really solidify the whole thing that Tim was saying about midfield dominance, right? All mm-hmm. this action is happening around the central room, which is, I mean, obviously it's panic room. So you'd expect that. 
This is supremacy. Sorry, but... supremacy. Same, same, same. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Same statement. Hey, uh, Tim, you're muted. <laughs> but his mouth is moving so time. much. I, uh, the um, and I guess this kind of comes back to it's that comment was more aimed at the idea of the changing of what guns are the best ones. Sure. Like in three, it was pretty sure. clearly a machine gun. Yeah. You want a machine gun? Yeah. Long range, put crits downfield. Nowadays, I think it's a Spitfire. I mean, it, it, Spitfires are always good, but like you're fighting at mid ranges. But like also like shotguns have so much more play than they used to just because they're all templates. Yeah, multi rifles tables, as well. I think tables are getting denser. I think that has less to do with N4 and more to do with denser tables. Like I one of the most open tables I played on was the one last in round two. And that, that was that was pretty open, but like the others had like like this is real dense if you're on the ground floor. Like you are not seeing the other side, um, but yeah, I, I don't think that's part of it. Um, and the other half is that the change to crits means that you can't just like burst heavy armor things down. So like, yeah, you need AP on a lot of your guns to really take down some of the biggest stuff in the game now. Sure, but that's an argument for ammo types over HMG versus Spitfire. Yes and no. Yeah. I mean, I was I was talking to I mean, sort of to rehash a conversation that I was having with Frank last night. Um, we played a game. Uh, it was my uh, steel versus his his Yujang, and he was running the Hacktow NCO HMG, uh, and he was having trouble. He was unmasking. He was having trouble shooting stuff in the midfield because he was like within eight all the time, right? Um, and so within eight in cover, it's kind of hard even for the hack tower because you're on next six. Um, and because he has NCO and, you know, if you're running NCO on a hack tower, you're definitely running a Dao Ying. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and it ends up being this thing. It's like, well, I structured my list to specifically use this hack tower as a problem solver because I have very cheap and efficient order sources for him. So I expect to use it, but then when I get to where I need to go with the thing that I need to use to solve the problem, I'm consistently within 16 or within eight and trying to fight things with viz mods or things in cover. And now I'm on like neg six, neg nine. Right. And it gets really, really troublesome. And like my other option, I don't even have a heavy pistol, right. I'm like shooting normal pistol rounds at stuff. So, um, yeah, I mean like it's, it was, it was weird. We were like, maybe, maybe we don't want the hacked out HMG. What? Huh? But it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> These words are coming out of my mouth. What? Huh? So yeah, it's it's been interesting trying to like piece. <laughs> Do I together. even know who I am? Yeah, right. It's like what what is going on? Well, that that too, yes. But that's um, that's a thing for the battle report, which we don't need to grenade the discussion with right now. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> um, the other mistake I made is I didn't move the taskmaster up to occupy a zone. That Harris did not move turn one. Mm. Uh, That's a so fair chunk of points too. It's it's yep, it's like sixty points or something. Um, mm-hmm. So on his first turn, he like brought his Dakini back up because he had an engineer with a Yedbot, um, and he uh, uh, on the right he had a, uh, a sensor bot, and he used that to take out. Um, to discover shoot my zero 
mm-hmm. you need to discover a shoot with something, a sensor bot's real good. Yeah, that's the thing to do with. Um, and then he, the only other thing I had in that zone was the free CSU. So the toolbox bot outpointed the CSU. Mm. And so he got, he got the first round points from that. Um, his dart went on a little bit of a rampage, uh, spec firing EM grenades down on my link, Mm -hmm. um, which got my NCO Moira isolated. Okay. Um, that means you can't use the lieutenant order anymore. Is that correct? (laughs) So that is unclear. (laughs) Okay. Uh, and it was one of the things I asked him for clarification before the tournament started. And mm. his, what was your ruling, Tim? Uh, yeah, you can. Uh, so it, it came up, and so I was glad I asked. The, the, yep. the phrasing is, it, it, nothing about that says you can't. It's weird. It's, it's like, it's not a, because Lieutenant Order is not tied to a, a combat pool in this case. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not, even if you're out of the combat pool, it doesn't matter. I disagree, but we don't need to talk about that, and that's fine. All right, yeah, um, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, his round one was doing that. Um, I'm sure I'm missing stuff. I have a terrible memory. Round two was me trying to deal, like, I stood the moderator up and, like, threw pictures and tried to deal with the, um, uh, uh, Mark II, and I took the Dakini back down, and I moved my Taskmaster up a little bit. Um, we ended up at the end of that round um, tying, and we tied on the last round, too. Um, okay, so he had one he had one round where he out-quadrants you, so that's two for him. This is a pretty low-scoring game, then. Yes. But I don't think he ever managed to push his buttons, and I pushed the two on my side. I see. So that makes it a tie. So it was a 4-4 tie at the end, yeah. 4-4 tie. Where are the other two points from? Tying. Tying zones. Oh. You get one point for. Oh, okay. There you go. Fair enough. That's a, that's a tight game. Um, I guess Tim, list... did you? Sorry, sorry, Tim. Did you see a lot of flash pulse uh, FO bots this tournament? Not a ton. Okay, there's forest. It sounds like forest had one, and we just saw from the previous two opponents of Clint's. You know, small sample size, of course, but no flash, no no FO bots in either of those. Interesting. I was, I was curious what the meta is doing. Sorry, you were about to say. Uh, just a real quick go over of his list was a Dakini core that was pure with two snipers okay. that was on his left, uh, kind of central. He had another, he had a Dakini Harris with the HMG Trisha and like a CSU or something. Mm-hmm. Interesting. All Dakini all the time. <laughs> yeah. And then on the right, his like Shukra was down there and his toolbox bot. And he had like a flash pulse bot somewhere and mm. stuff. Um, no, no hackers. The Mark II was the only hacker. Huh. This is what I'm saying, man. 
Not enough people run hackers. <laughs> Interesting. They're spooky. They are. They are okay. spooky. Uh, so yeah, that was kind of like where I lost <laughs> my uh, uh, my high. Right, I went from ten three eight two to four four. Okay, well, yeah, so a big tournament, went... two majors, and a tie is 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 quite you know horrible. Yeah, it's a good it's a good showing for day one. Sure, 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 sure. And I was definitely, but in my head because I wasn't really tracking my placement. I was like one or two for the first two rounds, and then this brought me down to like, I want to say like eleven or something like that. Sure. Mm. Still um, very good. Yeah, it was it was a great day one. Um, we had we had like was that the day we had the like spaghetti lunch? Mm, yeah, we had a little Italian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was good times. So yeah, solid, really solid day one. So day two, you were you're gonna submarine it back up to first. That that was the uh, hope, and uh, and that's your, your chance at vengeance. A chance at vengeance. <laughs> uh, I'm sure, I'm oh sure yeah, all went to plan. Uh, yeah. So my uh, game four was acquisition, and my opponent was. Matt. I always say Dylan, but it's Matt, right? Dylan's it. There's there's two twins who play in Arizona, <laughs> so <laughs> Dylan and Matt. This is like I always say Dylan, but it's the other one. Um, so I played Matt at Salt Lake. Is that where I played him? Mm-hmm. You played him and in Armageddon, right? He did play him in Armageddon, but more importantly to the story, first played him at Salt Lake. <laughs> Yeah, so so I played him at Salt Lake, and I just I shit the bed. Like I I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> I was like, I take Sphinx and push it at your Aquila guard. That's how you play, right? Uh, it was bad. Hashtag that talk about that game. He's like, I don't think Clint. Like I think he forgot how to play Infinity. Like, <laughs> like, like hearing him forget it, and then later when I went to talk to to Clint about it, he's just like, "I don't want to talk about it." <laughs> I forgot how to play. It was yeah. not great. Um, but so that's who my opponent was around four for acquisition. Fair enough. Um, played on this strong post alpha table. On his table. Oh, home turf advantage. Yep. yep. And uh, I j- just gonna take a second to talk about this. I hate tables that are set up on a 45 like this because you end up with nowhere to hide in your deployment zone right yeah yeah mm-hmm. you, you um, need a reverse v basically you you need a you need hatchbacks or cutbacks yeah. rather you don't yeah. need a you don't need a hatchback that's a different thing entirely <laughs> um you need pockets but, basically yeah you need places to hide um but so this was the table um I don't remember why I picked my Moira's this time, but I did. Okay. Um, mainly because so, I just liked them at this point. I think I want to. I want to dig into that comment about um, the uh, the table again, really quick, because I think there one of the things that we've been sort of having issues with. Um, let me find this. Uh, where is this stupid? 
Um, was it really that far back? Yeah, here we go. Okay, <laughs> so here here is here is a very similar setup of um, a strong post alpha table, right? It almost like I mean, it's the same. <laughs> like, sure. It, it looks it looks it looks very similar. Um, and so the issue here is that. Uh, if you set up on the bias like this, so you have 45 degrees, you have a lot of diagonal fire lanes, which is not necessarily a problem because um, you can sort of opt in and opt out of them with cautious move and so on. Um, but the issue, as you said, is there's very little in the way of um, deployment safety, right? This, like, if you look at this deployment zone, like what the heck are you supposed to do if you're on this side, right? Like you can sort of see he's just stacked up, my opponent just stacked up a bunch of stuff. You probably see it better in... Um, this view, right? Like, what do you do? It's just, it's just sad. You um, hide in the corners. That's like all you have. That's all you've got, right? Like, if you if you hide in the middle, right? You know that one building in the middle. You, you kind of get attacked from both sides, really, right? Because there's there's a safe way to approach on the side that you're not on, and the side that you are on, you're in a, you're in a diagonal fire lane, right? Um, so people who own this table, it's a great table. I've had it for many years now. Um, I really like it. What I do to help with this is I break up the table with uh, like just foam terrain, right? Um, adding a lot more scatter is important. And I guess if you want to think about a geometry for the table, simply doing a, like a, um, you know, a carrot uh, shape, right? So like a Chevron, I guess would be the easiest way to explain it. So let me pull up, let me pull up this same table Sorry, sorry to harp on this. Like, I just think, you know, when we're talking about like this is sort of like the value that we bring, right? Because mm -hmm. we can we can talk about these sorts of things. Um, uh, I guess kill stealing would be fine. Well, while you pull it up, I want to bring up a point real quick. Yeah. So the I, so the forty-five degree thing is something I I normally push for. I like that angling of it. However it does need to be supported by scatter because I think yes. that if you do have appropriate scatter for it, it is a more appealing table to play on than if you're going a more traditional 90 degree where the buildings would hide you more, but then you have more of these like static movements. Whereas if it's diagonal, I really love the cross hatching of movement patterns. Whereas, but you, what you bring up is correct. Whereas like you just need to have a few scatter things to hide things. Yep. I think I, it I solves th most of the problems. I think the, the problem, quote unquote, with the 90 degrees is at its worst is not as bad as the problem with the 45 degrees. I think the 45 degrees needs more thought in the deployment zone. Um, whereas the 90, you could kind of just look at lanes. Okay. So it's easier to set it up badly. Yes, right. yes, that's the that's the thing. So here here is <laughs> yeah. the in the next iteration of this table. Um, which adds these sort of like big ice tower things, I guess, in the middle. And you can see that they're offset and they're not in a diagonal line, right? They're, mm -hmm. they're Well, they are in a diagonal line. It's just at a different angle. <laughs> like they're specifically in a diagonal line. Right, right. right. But they're, not, they're not on a 45, right, with respect to one another. And that sort mm -hmm. of helps. And then you can sort of see, like, it, there still was a problem. This is my deployment zone. There's still a problem mm -hmm. here where I had to basically castle Wallace up in, like, a shitty position. Um because there's no other option, right? So here's the view that you would be, where you would see that the best, right? So it's hard to it's hard to do this, but so here here is a here is a very recent take on the same. This is my table, same buildings, but uh, with more scatter, 
right? And so I think just the addition of the scatter helps a lot because, yeah. um, for example, here, this is a, like just adding this one wall, right? Let's me safely put a cyclone there. Um, this wall in the bottom corner where I'm wiggling my cursor, that's solid. You can't shoot that. That's not a bridge. That's solid. So there's actually a like a like a chevron shape there. It's not a balanced chevron, right? So one leg of the chevron is shorter, um, but it is it is you know there is a pocket there to protect yourself. So these kinds of things uh, help a lot. Also, one other thing that I want to point out is just because you bought this very nice set from Muson Minis and it looks great, you can add other pieces of terrain to it that makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, here is another version of it. Uh, here's another configuration that I ran. Um, so, yeah, so here's so another even, configuration, right? E even if you just use what they have, those yep. um, those things that, like, come off the roof and, like, go all the way to the ground, Yep. those can be used to make your chevron shapes. You just put them on the oh, side of the you building. Mean, like, the little watchtower thingies? Mm-hmm. Yeah, or, there's or a couple the, of them in or this the angle picture. things, like this angle so, thing. What your mouse was right over. This thing. Um, yeah, that thing. If you put that so it makes a little corner, yep. like an inside corner, yep. in deployment zones, that you're helps. still using the same terrain, and yep. it it makes it so much better. Yeah. Also, buy more of these like double stack boxes because that will hide an S2, and you mm -hmm. can make Chevron shapes with that too, right? Anyway, sorry, big big d detour into table design. <laughs> um, but I feel pretty strongly about this. Also, you know, just adding foam hills helps a lot, getting some organic shapes in there. Anyway, okay, sorry. <laughs> All done now. Uh, so if we go to the picture of the game, yep. we'll see basically <laughs> this exact thing happening. Um, I went first. Um, let, let, let me back up a sec. So I deployed everything but my Pupniks. Um, he deployed everything, which included the... Um, uh, he had a Fusilier team on, on the right on some buildings. I'm, like, pointing at it on the screen like you guys can see. Um, <laughs> so, so the building on his side that has, like, a bridge coming to the a building on the middle, um, he had the, his Fusilier... The big central one in this, in this picture. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yep. That had a fusilier link on and around it, okay. including a missile launcher and a paramedic. He was playing and NCA. He was sorry, yeah, he was playing NCA. Okay. Um, and then he had a bunch of stuff hidden off to the left, um, where on you see those. Yeah, yeah, where you see those washers. Mm -hmm. Um. So he deployed. Sorry, I deployed. He deployed. I deployed my Pupniks, and then he deployed and asked me to turn around. Okay. Um, I can mean a lot of different things at NCA. Probably a Hexa or a Swiss. It, it, I was expecting a Swiss missile launcher. Uh -huh. so, mm. so turn one was me activating my Pupniks impetuously, and the Swiss miss popped out and murdered the crap out of them. Okay. Uh, um, but I was fine with that because I spent an impetuous order to discover where his Swiss miss was. Mm -hmm. uh, he had like 15 models other than that, so I knew where everything was. Okay. 
Um, so I just brought the Moiras up onto this building, which is about the halfway point of the mm-hmm. table. Yep. Um, and they shot down the Swiss Miss, who's in green there. Um, oh, yeah, the Swiss is standing on the on that building. On the I was building. talking about earlier yeah, with the with the weird diagonal wall thing. Yep. Um, and then I was able to, uh, yeah, at the top of the picture yeah, there, it's right there. Um, and then I was able to get up on top of this building and. Start see, acing fusiliers. See the fusiliers one at a time and taking them out. Hmm. Um, your your link clustering makes me very uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> I had nothing to be afraid of and everyone was prone. Fair. Um, there were no like grenades or anything I was worried about. Still makes me very uncomfortable, but yeah, that I understand is your a healthy reaction. <laughs> Um, then his turn one was spent coming out with his Aquila guard with the, I think it's a multi-marksman rifle. Yep. And he tried fighting Kusanagi mm-hmm. in good range, mm-hmm. but he was out of cover because he was trying to get to the building immediately across the alley oh, with wow. him. So you are on twenties. Uh-huh. Okay. 220s versus his uh, uh, three... 15s? He's BS15, I think, right? Yeah, 315 sounds yeah. right. So basically nothing happened with that exchange, and that was all of his turn one. Oh, um, wow. So he just like sat there like plinking away? So he, he ended up coming up the building and shooting and getting closer. So I brought my pistol out, and he was in cover, so I was on 17s. Yeah. But he was still using his marksman rifle, so he was worse. Yeah. Right. So basically nothing happened all of turn one. Mm -hmm. Because your pistol's not scratching him. Right. Um, Okay. But then I, like, shot out some repeaters, and I targeted him, and I missiled his Aquila guard away. That'll do it. So I got rid of his Aquila guard and his... Swiss Miss pretty That's early on <laughs> turn two. Yep. Um, he ended up running a bolt up and templated Kusanagi, and that took her out. Sure. Um, she had to go at some point. Yeah. She she had to go at some point, but... Uh, yeah, and I think this is another instance of where you're like, this, she's my lieutenant. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Um, I think I think Matt thought it was actually the moderator with a pitcher in the back. Ah, because because I was also deploying that guy like he or like she was a um like a lieutenant, lieutenant just not a lieutenant profile he, for those of you wondering. But right, if it has a pitcher, good faint moderator. It's not a thing. Um, <laughs> Interventor combi rifle is a lieutenant though. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> Every time. Um. Yeah, so uh, he then like spent a lot of other orders trying to take them out, but they kind of just stood there and won the game. And I, yeah. I pushed the buttons and did the thing in the middle, and it was this was like a ten zero win for me. Then just gotcha. had. So this is interesting, right? Because you're playing on an armory table, and you're playing acquisition. 
which I think dramatically changes the nature of the mission. Sure. Sure. Right? Because, I mean, even if you play with the doors open, right, part of the issue and the difficulty, especially if you're going first, and because um, you went first this turn, this this game, right? I did. Yeah. Yep. Especially if you're going first, it's a real pain in the ass to sit on the central console and hold it. Right? So, I mean, the only real way, like, I, th- there are units that exist that can do that. For example, Pandora, Rindax, anything that grant negative on dodge is really, really good. Um, but man, it's hard. But I think the 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 armory really helps you because you can mm-hmm. push things past it. I mean, this isn't exactly past the armory here, but it's close enough, especially with the it's watching everything on yeah. the other side of especially the armory, with yeah. all the stuff you have there. Right, so that's effectively defending the entrance to the armory, uh, and then you can just mm-hmm. like park anything there. A Pupnik, be fine. Actually, Pupnik would be <laughs> great because Pupnik's uh-huh. dodge super good, right? Nineteen, yep. So I, I do actually think it's interesting that I like the effect armories have on table design. I oh, agree. Cool. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm just making the statement yeah. that that yeah. This, I, I had not considered this as as uh, part of the 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 mission selection for tournament for this particular tournament because acquisition is one of my least favorite missions um i i I don't think it's poorly designed i just don't enjoy it because of this like one little thing it's like well if you go first you're Mm -hmm. an extreme disadvantage and you really have to work for it um which is okay right it asks you it asks you to do a particular thing which is murder the shit out of your opponent which you did um but yeah i wonder how how moving objectives and submissions to more defensible positions might offset some of that turn favor. It's yeah. interesting because like I didn't require them to keep the armories in day two. Sure. If they sure. wanted to change their maps, that was that was I wasn't gonna stop them. Yeah, but, but I mean like many... nerd inertia is a real real thing. Yes. Status quo <laughs> is more likely. A... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so with RCR being outside, we take down the ter- uh, the terrain every night just to prevent trees from falling on it, literally, right? So, um, yeah, or like, you know, getting too moist or whatever. Uh, with MDF, that's awful. So yeah. you're more likely to take the objective room off day two. Right. Hmm. Interesting. Might be better as an objective room mission, the more I think about it. Yeah, I, sure. I like that a lot. Just take out the antenna entirely. Just make it a room. Holding. Ooh, that <laughs> would actually fix a lot of problems with that mission. Yeah, I would yeah. really like that. We'll, we'll add it to our list with our modified supplies. I need to. <laughs> I, yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. We we should do that. I should. We should finish that mission pack. Anyway, more okay. more more things to do. All right. So we're going in with three majors and a tie. Yep. Yep. So at this point, I am second in the in the rankings. Okay. Okay. And. And uh, good old Poly Nikes is da, first. Da, I talk about sharks. Da, da, yeah. Uh, da, 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 da. <laughs> and uh, we were playing looting and sabotage, oh, which is, sorry, Tim, a terrible mission to be last. A terrible <laughs> mission in general. Uh, what what map were you playing? On? Um, we were playing. It doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> There was <laughs> there was a wall going down the almost center. It's a cool uh, map. Very cool the map. The map was 
cool, oh, yeah. way yeah. too dense, way too dense. That is very dense. Um, this belongs in OCR. Yeah, it's like it, it looks really cool. Yes. It was my idea. To, to, they initially were trying to like build an armor around it because like it wasn't something that this map had been designed with intent. Like initially, mm-hmm. I was like, "What if you just lined up the building with the actual armory?" And suddenly, the armory was now part of the shipping factory. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Um, so this is the only one I didn't take a picture of the game with because the game was over real quick. <laughs> um, two. T- Last two second thing, he wants to make that conveyor belt and get a bunch of like different built bikinis and like make it a thing. Cute. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. That that's is that is idea. cute. That's amazing. Bikinis in different stages of being built. That's yeah, 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 yeah. Straight yeah. out of oh. uh, what is it, Terminator Salvation? It'd be pretty yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. This is where they build them, they ship them off to OSS. <laughs> yeah, right. Quick, wrap all the deck cord around. <laughs> um yeah, so this side is the side that uh, Ruben deployed on. Okay. Um, so fine, there you go. Okay, so this is the side I deployed on. Um, he won lieutenant roll with his whip 16 Skiavoros. Okay. Um, and he chose to go first. And as as far as I'm concerned, looting and sabotage, that, that pretty much, that's, that's his game to lose at that point. Um, but the uh, da, 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 da. so I got this side. He had I, I almost don't even remember what he had. He had the Skiavoris Lieutenant, he had a couple of Dataratsai, he had a Unidron sniper. Okay. Which will be important in a second. Um he had Norkius, a TR bot. And that's good enough to tell the story with. Yeah. What was, um, what, was uh, what was your reasoning for choosing this side? I chose this side because of the conveyor belts on the right seemed pretty easy to hide. So I was bringing my other list mm. with the Cyclone and Moderator and Zoe and Bywell and Oh, that's where you messed zero. up. You were practiced with the other list. Uh, I don't disagree, but there was a there was the there was a thought behind this. Um is I wanted the mine layers, right? Because mm. I want to stop whatever the heck's going on. And that that's my best option, really. So okay. I, I deployed the moderator link on the right. Uh, the cyclone was watching through the wall to see the looting. Uh, it's unfortunate it's not there, but you see where those orange boxes are? Right behind that was where the AC2 was. Right here. Oh, I can't actually yeah. draw. <laughs> there. You got it. You seem to the right spot. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's there's a there's an open gate there that the cyclone is watching through. Got it. Right. So the cyclone was behind the hazard lines. Oh, sure. So he was That's watching. actually a great spot for it. He was watching to the left, so he could see a diagonal that way. He was yep. watching straight forward. All the way down the train. All the way, yeah, yeah. So, so I really liked his position. Mm-hmm. I had my missile bot kind of watching another doorway that came to um, that came through that wall behind that yellow box there. Um, but the meany oh, thing this, I did is this open here? Yeah, it's open. I see. Up mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, it's 
that's close enough. Okay. Um, so I put, in order to prevent something from just slapping the AC2, I put all my camel markers, well, four of them, the zero and their mine, around the AC2 with space in between, like no touchy, no touchy the AC2. <laughs> I see. Okay. Um, as I was doing it, I was like, I'm sure this is stupid for some reason. I'm sure I will find out. <laughs> sure. Um, and narrator's voice three orders later. <laughs> uh, one one order later. Um, he put his unidron on the back of the train, and that could see the leftmost camo marker. And he just discover and, shot. And he discover shot with you just plasma. Have plus three. Discover. Unidrons have plus three discover, so there he was, and this was a mine that had no cover just based on where it was placed. So he was on 12s to discover, mm-hmm. uh, 11s to shoot. Yep. And the I had not considered circular templates when I placed them, so it actually hit all <laughs> oh, no. the camo things. Yep. Um, he successfully discovered. He successfully shot. I dodged with my zeros in hopes for one of them to live. Uh, one of them lived, but he cleared out the rest of everything. Okay. Um, and at what exact moment did you just think I've made a huge mistake? I don't. I honestly don't think the mistake was that huge. I knew it was pretty vulnerable if any one of them got discovered. But I hoped the mines being more visible than the zeros would make that less relevant because they would disappear theoretically quickly. I don't know. I was trying to stop a turn or an order one thing, but mm-hmm. I definitely should have deployed differently. But I didn't. Uh, and he just ran a Datarazzi up. I played a little bit of don't get past me with a zero trying to dodge in his way. Um, and I could have based him and I should have, but I thought just being in his way would be better, but he berserked cause he could see over the zero to mm-hmm. the AC two. So he just ran around him. That was a very tense judge call. <laughs> well, it was until I realized he could just see over the head and it, your opinion mattered. Not at all. Um, <laughs> Because me and Ruben were trying to just see if the Dederate could see between the box and my silhouette to see the AC2. And mm. it was the thinnest of things. And But the AC2 was larger than both of us, so he could just see it over oh, my head. Oh, I see, I see, I see. Um, which I figured out the second Tim stepped up to give a ruling. Um, no, so I mean, I but that's that's your... a real thing, though. I wouldn't beat yourself up over that, right? Like sometimes yeah. you just need to call the professor over, right? And then the call just gets made, and you're just like, "Oh yeah, duh!" And you just like work it out in your head when while they're walking up, it happens. There was a there was a funny moment, kind of like that, when I was walking through the tables, and then Kip um, was playing against oh, yeah. was playing White Banner, mm. and he, he's looking at the S three camera marker, and he's like, "What?" Is that Tim? I'm like, I don't know. He looks. He just looks at me. I look at him. He's like, you just sent it to me psychically. I remember now, because I had killed him with it previously. And he's just like, he's seeing me. You just brought back memories. 
It's just the long year. Yep. So he berserked with his Datarazzi. He got two wounds with the Datarazzi. Um, he had a Grife on the other side of those boxes. Mm. Uh, Obi, uh, who walked in and decharged him for another two. Yep. So, uh, so I had done the math beforehand, and that those, I think that took him. He had to smoke with the Dat. That was probably like six orders to do that. But that had basically guaranteed that I was not getting first at that tournament. Um, because he was three points ahead of me. And yeah, I needed, I needed to beat him by three objective points in order to get ahead of him. Mm, because of the tie. Because of the tie. He had had four majors spoiler alert he had five majors the whole tournament so yes (laughs) catching up was difficult yeah so i kind of lost heart at that point because not only had he taken out the the thing you need to do he did it uh he also took out my zeros um yeah that's two orders gone and that's that's not terrible for a turn one strike that's very um, good, actually. Get the objective done and take out two orders. I feel I feel like if you were to fix that mission, it would really just be push it further into the deployment zone. Like it shouldn't be at twelve. Mm. Uh, just make it like uh, mind, wipe? mind wipe. You can't, you can't hit till second turn. Yeah, or that that would that'd be fine too. Yeah. yeah, I mean, mind wipe. I think is a is a more fun. Yeah, I was target. concerned about objective counts at the time, or I would have chosen that. Yeah, makes sense. I mean, looting and sabotaging is fine. It just basically means like you spend entirely too long making sure you have enough DA. Sure. I've I've had another tournament where the opponent was playing uh, the French, and he had, I don't know, four metros. metros. And he went first, and there was literally nothing I could have done. He was just like, I die and put a decharge on the thing. I die and put a decharge on the thing. I'm done. Yep. So funny. Uh, yeah, that's and then his Norkius like came down and ate my med- moderator link, and I was just like, I'm done. We can you call it here. It. Uh, knocked your drink out of your hand. <laughs> Punched your dog. He DDT'd me onto the terrain. <laughs> <and broke ball. laughs> From the top of the hell of the cell. <laughs> <laughs> But you still ended up what, like fifth or something? What was your final ranking? I went down to ninth from second. Ninth. I mean, top ten, not bad. Yeah, still a good showing. That's great, man. Three majors a tie, and we won't talk about the other one. Yeah, <laughs> we don't talk about Bruno. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and so Ruben took first. Um, your Forrest other took. Second. Forrest took second. So you played the people who plays first and second. Like you're a hard road. Um, yeah, and your then... strength of schedule is pretty good. Yeah, seriously. I remember who got third? I know Methuselah. Dylan got fourth. Methuselah got third. Dylan Top got fourth. three were California. Yeah, and then Myomer got fifth. Lewis was there. Nice oh, to see nice. him. Again. Yeah, yeah, he was playing Invincibles. He was just bixing people in half. It was great. <laughs> Bixie's so much fun. She's so much fun. <laughs> uh, but yeah. And then everyone had pasties. 
good time. Well, right on. Congratulations on uh, on a good showing, Clint. And Tim yeah, for surviving another year of running the tournament. Indeed. I hope give me more uh, CB if you're listening. Just give me more arm, like armor missions. I'll, I'll make it work. <laughs> I need five. I need five. five. God, what a tournament! What a tournament that would be. <laughs> be so terrible. <laughs> I'm I'm telling you, one of these days we're gonna run the tournament that's just, oops, all highly classified. <laughs> 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 okay, I'm looking at the uh, here. Here's the rankings. I just I just oh. pulled them up. So, 34 players. Ruben took first. Forrest. I don't know who Methuselah is. He's Adam he? from LA. Okay. Yeah. Dylan, the you villain, is fourth. I presumably yep. somebody named Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> He's the other twin. Ah, Myerman. His his, his oh, name Tony is Dylan. Why? Six. Good job, Tony. Yeah. And then we have George. Is Lazarus. Okay. Uh, George from uh, Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, be funny. I'm trying to remember who that was. Oh, I recognize out. some of these names. Yeah, Nervous Drip is actually a Tucson player. He's playing Kabukauki and just ruining people within Azrael. Yeah, that'll that'll happen. Hey, so that's great. a quick, interesting breakdown. So what do we have there? Number one was combined. Number two, oh. right. OSS combined. OSS Vanilla Hawk Onyx Invincibles. Toha, unknown for seven. I don't know what George was playing. Do you remember? George was on Svalerheimer. Oh, wow. Okay. Wow. Interesting. Interesting. Um, okay. B Money is combined. Clint's on Bakunin, of course. Yeah, Nurture's QK. In top 10. Um, yeah, UK in the top 10. Yeah. Professor yeah. Willett's on Steel. Moving Fish yep. is Vanilla Ariadna. I don't know who nice. Will of Forum is. Yeah, we had, we had a good spread of factions, kind of just yeah, around. that top ten is a fantastic spread to get smaller. I'm up there in the top ten. Yeah, that's really cool. Bad. Onyx we had, too. We had a lot of Carhu running around. Actually, I think there were three smaller Hammer players. But yeah, right oh, nice, oh, nice tracks made it. Very cool. Yeah, Troy's great. Well, and then yeah. Lila also playing uh, Bakun. Oh, that's right. Yeah, how does she do? She got 21st. Okay. Yeah. Kip 2.0. Oh, playing, <laughs> repping USR. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Wait, there's a lot of Steel Fangs players. Wait, Vanilla like, Pano. It exists. It exists. There's two of them. Elven Dork up there, too. Yeah. Zook is what, Chris, right? Uh, yeah. Absolutely. He was at uh, RCR. Yeah, yeah. Cool guy. Yeah, his. Whereas, um, I know that. Oh, yeah, Elvin Dork. Yep, there it is. Um, the Las Vegas George, his armor saves, he passed. Uh, Chris's did not. I watched several <laughs> times when I like. I, he, I watched like I would walk by the table to witness his bad fortune, and then just like quietly hover away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I mean I will say that's that's easily one of the best parts about taking a buy, uh, having, having just done that. It's just like you get to like wander around and watch the chaos that's unfolding. Mm-hmm. It's real fun. Um, Absolutely. I I watched. I spent. I poor. I I feel so bad for Eric Zelvenivas because he and I have been discussing his combined for a long time, 
and I just like had I just play very differently than him these days. And so like I was just standing there, and then like I I I I'm trying really hard not to influence their game, right? But I'm just like you know involuntarily expressing <laughs> my concern with my body <laughs> language. He's like, John, you're freaking me out. You gotta go. <laughs> you gotta <laughs> go, sorry. man. I'm sorry. I didn't say anything. I'm leaving. But that was a fun game to watch. It was it was Hector, Ajax, and Machion in a three-man versus an avatar list. Versus and they basically the swapped deployment zones. And there was like nothing left alive <laughs> on both sides except for those things. I will say this. Um... Willet played one list the entire event because he yeah. just lo- loves doing that, and the, and it was the like the big heroes list that's been running around with the Caveron kind of popularized online. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was like Ajax, Hector, Achilles, Machion, Phoenix, and Akmon, and then bots. <laughs> so it's just these six guys in first world. He had two rounds where he got three hundred victory points. Just back to back, he picked up six hundred victory points. <laughs> That's crazy. This, it was this, this is my version of that list. It's Hector, Phoenix, yeah, Akron, real close. Pandora, uh, Big Boy, Achilles, uh, Ajax, and then Orders. Yeah, those two are very very similar. Yeah, um, but I... like it's 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 a drug. Like I've I've watched people play this, and it, it seems like a ton of fun. Yeah, I gotta say, Pandora is real good. Yeah, having the the hacking for like an additional angle seems very powerful. And viral and Pulsar and Pitcher Medikit. She's Pulsar? Yeah, she's Plus Pulsar. <laughs> sure. Yeah, minus six. Like she's just she's such a toolkit. Mm. So I think good. it's funny she's not a paramedic. Yeah, I know, right? But she has all the she has all the tools. It's the one. nanites. Her nanites know what's up. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's like, I gotta make hey, it. I don't know what to do with it. Blam, blam. Push it together. Yeah, she shot. She shot Hector with viral. With my. Oh. Still mad about it. Oh well. All right, uh, Tim. Anything else you'd like to add regarding the tournament? We will be back next year. It's gonna be a good time. Ooh. Uh, yeah. I don't know if it's. I, I think it's gonna be the same weekend, but you know, there's a long time between then and now. Alrighty. Well, you've wasted another perfectly good evening listening to Late Night War Games. John, take it away. All right. So uh, if you want to play some Infinity, you can do so uh, by playing the Berman Academy mission. If you want to paint some stuff, you can do that there too. It's uh, Total Train or Zero G. If that's on your profile, you get to paint it. Um, we're here every first and third Tuesday of the month. That's the first time I've done it correctly, I believe. <laughs> on Twitch, 8.30 p.m. Pacific. Uh, we know that's a tough time for people, so we upload uh, all the stuff to your favorite podcast app, audio only, uh, the following day, as well as the YouTube, so you can see all the things we've been gesticulating wildly at. Uh, and, um, yeah, that's important, because that's one of the things we think is a good value add, right? Over uh, audio only podcast, you get to look at pictures and, and see the actual game that unfolded. Um, so, yeah, um, next episode looks like it's going to be December 6th. Uh, we're going to talk about some heavy gears. Um, and then, of course, thank you to all of our Late Night War Gamers, a.k.a. the people who support us on Patreon and uh, uh, people who subscribe to us on Twitch. So thank you very much for all of your support. If you want to join the illustrious ranks of the Late Night War Gaming crew, you can do so on Patreon or subscribe to us on Twitch. Uh, and uh, thanks to our sponsors, Dreampod9, Mythic Games, Corvus Bellyboard, and, Bru- and Brutal Cities. Of course, 
uh, I'll leave this guy, you know, I, I'll let the, the, the two guys responsible for the show plug the show. So, yeah, take it away, guys. We run Tabletop Throwdown every Sunday. Um, it's t- I always forget PST time. It's it's ten now, right? It's ten. It's ten PST. It's always yep. ten PST. I, Arizona, we're crazy. Uh, but ten <laughs> PST. If you are ever wanting to come on and play somebody who you've never met, normally a very friendly person, we will watch your game and uh, tell you what we think. <laughs> well, trying to make it as fun as possible. Hey, you can even build a list for that Bromat Academy thing, and you'll have a video ready to go. Just take screenshots. Yep. Exactly. But yeah, me and Clint will co-commentate your game. Just please join up. It's a good time. Right on. Well, uh, be sure to catch us on Facebook, YouTube, and anywhere that you get your podcasts. If you enjoy the show, please take a moment to give us a five-star rating on iTunes and follow us on Twitch and YouTube. All of this will help us bring you the best content we possibly can. And if you don't like ours, it'll at least alert you to uh, Tim and Clint's. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> All right. That's why it's a network. Indeed. Okay, everybody. Thanks for watching. Stay safe out there, and we'll see you next time. Take care. Bye. Bye. Good night. Won't you play games with me? And I like to do everyone. That's what I like to do. That's what I like to do. That's what I really like to do. That's what I really.